0: This podcast recorded live from the Urban Fly Company studios. And we are back for another week of the SVS Fly Fishing Podcast. Around the table tonight, we have Urban Fly Company's Mark Burns. Hey, big man on the board is back, Chris Sims. Apparently, we don't have a baby yet.
1: No baby yet. Okay. Any day now, right? It's happening Wednesday, if not sooner. Like, she's being induced Wednesday. Well... Chris might not be on the next podcast then.
2: Or uh, I might. Or, 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 or he might. <laughs> who knows?
0: Who knows? She's had a few. She, she's, she already knows what she's doing. Yeah.
1: Day after, she's going to start drinking.
2: <laughs> I, I bet she is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to deal with you and three other boys. Oh, my oh God. My God she, uh, she'll and be her lucky mom. If she doesn't have cirrhosis of the liver in the next 10 years.
1: And her mom showed up yesterday, who was wow. supposed to show up on
3: Tuesday. How long is she staying for?
1: An indeterminate amount of time.
4: Oh,
3: shit.
1: Right. Owls. Wow. Shit. At least, at that least you should give a... you an to go fish. That, that And that's why I'm here. Is... Yeah.
0: And at least you have a nice big house that, you know, you could
4: probably
1: find a place to
0: get
4: away.
1: Yeah. Uh, the garage. In, in the woods or the garage. <laughs> the Absolutely. Garage.
4: <laughs> just take a mini cooler <laughs> and go woods. out in the woods and just don't come back.
1: I have a lot of boat uh, upgrades there that, you I, got that I plan on doing.
0: Perfect. Okay. Well, hey, and the, we got the big cat himself. That's your nickname for the summer. He's the big cat. He's the big, the big, big cat. cat fisherman, the big cat over here, Jim Franklin, uh, as always, in the house tonight. Um, hey, and here's what we're going to be talking about. Chris and Mark went on a guided trip with uh, the guys from Michigan, um, Schultz Outfitters. Yep, Dan um, Bennett. Dan Bennett was the guide, yeah. So they'll be talking about that a little bit and what they do and what we do and what we should be doing. Um We'll go into like a little. I like, the, we're going to talk about, have a little smallmouth overview. We'll probably get into that kind of things. And we've been smallmouthing the shit out of the water lately. So probably talk smallmouth, even maybe even a little bit 202 or 201, whatever that would be.
2: two two oh
0: two, two, one 201. You know, we had our 101, smallmouth oh. 101. We might, you gotcha, know, get a little gotcha. more in depth into what we're doing and times of year for smallmouth. Try and saying you know, that five times fast. Water oh. levels, you know, I think have more to do with anything. Um, you know, um, some, we had a, somebody reach out. Uh, And ask if we could talk about coloring bucktails. So Mark's gonna talk about coloring bucktails what he's been doing and what other guys do Commonly and I don't know what what, where you get the best uh, Results from Also, we're gonna go I had smallmouth trips all weekend. I've been smallmouth fishing from New York to Pennsylvania Uh, That's why I didn't write many notes out and uh, We'll come back. We'll have some upcoming trips. I have a trip to Penn's Creek coming up it's gonna be cool i cannot wait i hope we get a little bit of water before then doesn't look very good for that but hey there's always you know room to cross your fingers just for enough to put some water in the creek give a little bit of color to it you know anything to help out just the water level at all um if not you know what we're gonna go camping up there in the middle of nowhere and have a good time uh and then we're gonna have an airing of grievances uh we'll leave it to that and um before
3: we get to all that, though, Mark, who sponsors the podcast? We got Yeti built for the wild. A-Rex Hooks, fresh and saltwater. Find them at arexhooks.com. Hooks.com. Cortland Lines, uh, just through their new uh, Striper saltwater line. Very, very nice. Nice. So excited to try that a little bit more, but that was a good line for uh, bass. And, I mean, just a
1: solid intermediate itself. And we got Sims Fishing. Check them out, simsfishing.com. Friends of the show, we've got Ryan Evans uh, over at Queen City Guiding, Michael Davis at Down to Earth Wealth Management, Thomas Schenck at Chippewa River Custom Rods, Nittany Valley Muskie Alliance, our friends over at Muskie Fool, and uh, just a quick thing, this is Memorial Day weekend, so we just want to say thank you to all our veterans out there. I know this one isn't just about the veterans, but it's about the people that gave our lives so that we can be here doing this and having fun and eating far too many hot dogs tomorrow.
0: Heck yeah. I love my small mouth. <laughs> so we're going to start with uh, Chris and Mark. And you got a trip? Yeah. <clears throat> Go ahead, man. <clears throat> Send awesome. it.
1: So uh, I, I said before. I would fished with Dan Bennett before, and we we text back and forth. And he just sent me a text out of the blue this spring and said, hey, calendar's filling up.
0: And Dan's coming on the show, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Dan's coming awesome. on the show. Let's have it. We, uh, and he sent me a text out of the blue and said, hey, calendar's filling up. When do you want to go fishing? And I was like, dude, even if I didn't want to, that is such a good move. I'm going to book a day. You know, what do you got? So he sent me his calendar from the shop. I booked a day, called Mark and said, Hey, what are you doing this day? And it turns out he was going with me to Michigan. So we left at what, like three in the afternoon? Yeah, yep. yeah, two or three in the afternoon. Drove over to Michigan. I mean, it's where we stayed. It was four
3: hours. Yeah, just under. It wasn't bad drive at all. No, not other than flat and ugly.
1: Yeah, flat and ugly. Once you get past Cleveland, it's Def- awful. Defiance, no
0: Defiance, Ohio. Uh, what's that? Yeah, the v, did you guys? go into Indiana at all? No. 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 We
1: we shot up at Toledo.
0: Okay. And it goes okay, yeah, I'm thinking yep. of
1: We could have like gone over to Fort Wayne and taken 69 up, but All the, the way, way to
0: Gary, Indiana, it sucks even out there too. Yeah. The whole way across. Looks just like that.
1: Yeah. Uh I used oh, to yeah. li- I used to live there. I used to live just south of Valparaiso, Indiana. Okay. okay. And it was in the town ironically called Wheatfield <laughs> and it was exactly that. Wonder how it got into <laughs> <that>. <laughs> But uh, a small tangent on that. There's a really cool documentary about the Kankakee Valley Marsh. Uh, it used to be called the Everglades of the North. Check it out. Really cool. It's on PBS. It's free online. But so we went over to Michigan. Got in. Mark and I went to a couple local stores in Michigan. Uh, went got something to eat. Called it an early night. Got up. Uh, met. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa, oh, whoa Olive Garden whoa, was fantastic. Whoa, whoa. I gotta hear. I
3: got.
0: I, uh, we don't get into details, but I gotta hear about how great this Olive Garden was. I heard you had every soup on the menu.
1: Every soup. Uh, I was in a a state of being where I was incredibly hungry, right? Like hungry,
0: all the way hungry, all the way hungry.
1: And uh, so I had all the soups. Uh, oh, you're
0: also a big guy.
1: I, I am a big guy, but I haven't been. I've been ta- I've been dialing it back, so my stomach can't handle what it used to. I didn't care. <laughs> 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 all the soups, yeah. and then uh, um, uh, an entree. I I don't recall what it was, but I'm pretty. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, Did you get tour of Italy? That's all exactly the, yeah. that's exactly what I got. That's usually my move wherever I go. Give me all the all the foods.
0: Yeah, just a little bit of all the foods. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, so but it Mark, was, It was your birthday. Yeah, that was your was. birthday. That was your birthday That's dinner. Funny. Yeah, it
5: was. Yeah. Birthday was
1: dinner at Olive Garden. Too. Yeah, it was. It was real good.
3: I had uh shrimp and chicken uh what am I blanking? With the egg and the noodle. Uh um, Carbonara. Carbonara. Oh, what's yeah. Up? Ten. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I don't I don't go to Oliver's Garden as much as I should because that oh, was Oh, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a real long time. It was it was really good. <coughs>
3: oh,
0: and the breadsticks. I bet you Phenomenal. ate all the breadsticks. Mark didn't even get a breadstick, did he? I did
1: not. I was there for the soup. Bro.
5: <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm eating this one and this one, and then he's like Gus, through. I was like, All right, I want to try the last one. And the girl comes back, she's like, You just had that one, sir. You had them all. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, then I won't have that one again. <laughs> She enjoyed us. We were mm-hmm. fun. I bet. You know, and,
0: and, and there's nothing like a good server that can, you know, just have a and, good time with you like guys. And like the location yeah.
3: where it was, it was like there's nothing there. It's like at the end of like this, like kind of like plaza type. But there's like a hotel, a restaurant that's out of business that we thought was open. We walked in. We walked right in. Yet. Yeah, walked right in. We're standing there. And like you could tell that there's nothing's like set up yet. And you're like, yeah, hey, we don't open for a while. Oh, I
0: but there that. were people walking around in there. So no, like opening
3: like as in like in months. Employ- oh wow. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah they're,
1: like, <laughs> they're like, Yeah, we opened the middle of June. And I'm like, <laughs> These guys are wearing hard hats.
5: They're like, We don't fucking cook. We look like we cook you assholes. <laughs> yeah. but we the walk- first the first shot was
3: Longhorn. We're like or Texas. Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah that's let's a good go one there. too. Yeah, I wanted yeah, they, a they weren't
1: I wanted a tall beer and three and a half pounds of steak but uh you look I, like you do yeah <laughs> I had to settle he ended it. up with five bowls of soup and a <laughs> massive <laughs>
5: pile of lasagna and pasta
0: all the carbs can't go wrong either way no uh, apparently uh, not in that state
1: but i mean um, we walked in excited and we looked around and like there was no steaks in that cooler up front and people are just moving around and i'm like mark i don't think they're open and he <laughs> goes i don't think they are at all and then i was like hey they came over and they're like, Yeah, we don't we don't open until like the middle of June. Well your door is unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey Carlos, why is that door unlocked? <laughs> so yeah, we called it early night. Uh got up, met uh <clears throat> met up with Dan, did a quick shuttle.
0: So what is um okay, I, I'm sorry because I, I've had a couple different guided experiences and you know, I talked to my guide up at the Delaware and he's like yeah, we're going to meet up at like 1130 in the afternoon. And I'm like, what the hell kind of fishing trip is this?
1: Yeah, we met at eight. Okay. So
0: eight's pretty early. That's good.
1: Yeah, eight, eight was good. Uh, we were rested. We ate. Uh, and Mark, w- one of the things Schultz does is they do not provide lunches. So Mark, a couple days ahead of time, said, I'm going to do a shore lunch. So Mark Pax's Yeti bag. Not Mark. <laughs> Pax's Yeti backpack with, uh, I don't know what. You, I you literally us what showed what up. In there.
3: I, have a, I have a Yeti, cool, like the little soft cooler in a backpack. And the cooler is full of food and drinks. And the backpack has a pan that I took the handle off to make it fit. And <laughs> it's got the cooker with the green, like the green can and everything. That's it. Utensils, seasonings, and the Yeti bag is literally just full of cooking stuff.
0: So, are you putting this into a Smith Fly? Are you putting this into a.? No, he had a
3: bit hard boat, Clacka. Clacka. Okay. Yeah, there's plenty
0: mm-hmm. of, so, yeah, oh, could, could, of room. So, yeah, you could load a ton of shit in here.
1: Cool. Perfect. Absolutely. And we okay. told him to be like, hey, we got lunch. He's like, cool. So, we went up at eight, uh, ran, a, ran a quick shuttle. They usually have someone to run shuttle for them, but we were hitting one of their more remote floats. And the, the shuttle guy couldn't do it. So we ran shuttle yeah, with him. We still him. had like 45 minutes you know, in the you gotta, to get there. Oh, you yeah. You definitely
0: got to hate doing the remote float that nobody really gets to go to except for people who want to help out and
1: be fishing guys. Yeah, it wasn't so bad. <laughs> I bet, I bet <laughs> it wasn't. I bet it was awesome. So so we get back. Mark's like, I've been seeing fish everywhere. I, just, I almost took your boat. <laughs> I almost just rode up to the top of this island. Oh, well, it
3: was like caddis or something coming off early. And it was just one after another, just sipping. They're probably all dinks, but I'm like, I'm right. watching this bird because I hear it gobbling, and it starts walking out, and I'm recording it, and I'm like, what the heck's going on? Like all of a sudden, the water just like started going nuts. It was four or five fish rising at a time, like in like a hundred and fifty yard radius, as far up as you can look and down and see. True. It'd be like no smallmouth, ah, little I, one, I didn't get it. but it'd be like just five here, five there, five here, then they're up, and it's just for. 20 minutes straight it's it was like that's eh, i probably could have waited there it was all like two foot oh yeah you totally it was, yeah yeah it, it was kn-
1: knee deep and it wasn't super cold water you absolutely no. could have. yeah so we uh we got on we got underway and we started banging fish right away i mean right away
0: fly of choice for the day i mean was there a clarity like you know i'm sure depending on clarity how things are going they're going to have you throwing different flies
1: what were you guys throwing? Uh, well, we started with, and I requested uh, a pink fly right off, right off the bat. What was, what was the first one? Was it was it a leggy boy? Yeah,
3: a yeah, leggy boys. Off yeah, the bat.
1: started with a pink leggy boy off the bat. Uh, just started, just started hitting fish quickly. Uh, and I was up front, and I got a couple fish, and I kept asking Mark if he wanted to come up front. And Mark's, nope, I'm totally fine back here, just hanging out, not rowing. So and then and I mean back and forth, back and forth, and then Mark had a real hot streak, six, eight fish like back to back to back, and then Mark got a got a nice one, nineteen.
3: I think it was like eighteen, just over eighteen, yeah. Yeah,
1: and and that
3: was well,
0: they gain a half inch over the over the state lines. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's <laughs>
1: true. <clears throat> yeah uh, kept kept working our way down there. There was only like what forty five minutes like that was the longest stretch of us not landing a fish
3: yeah probably oh, awesome.
1: yeah we had a couple was, doubles
3: from mo- yeah i mean it was like it was good smallmouth action nothing like crazy but nothing like it was like off you know it was like where they should be they were there and yep we probably hooked i would say
1: well over 30
3: we probably yeah size of size of uh waterway Really, like,
0: just compared to something around here, uh, just for my reference, I don't know. Equivalent
3: to like where you were today. Um, a little wider, okay, a lot shallower, has some buckets, but it's it's a significant amount of like two and three foot water with laid down timber, like a whole way across. Yeah, it's, it's okay. a very, very flat terrain, mm-hmm. so you don't have any grades where it like there's like what one riffle. Yeah, I think in, they're in the whole like we did oh, 10 really? miles. Because yeah. he had a motor, so we would
1: motor really, through some stuff. Really, flat water. It's very, very flat water. And a real definable shelf. Yes. Almo- almost yes. on both sides. And if not on both sides, always on one side. Yeah, very shelfy. Yeah, so we'd go from one side, and he's like, well, the shelf kind of sucks over here. And he'd paddle us over there the other side, and a, a, a real nice shelf. So, re- real definable shelf the whole way down.
4: So, like, when you say definable, you mean, like, straight? Was it, like, just a sheer straight down or like did, we're talking like, like, like el creek gradient
1: <laughs> not like a no, shale no. but like like 6 6 inches to a foot deep and then not a straight drop but like a like almost you could tell it goes yeah right i know over. nobody can see my hand doing the motion i'm doing right now but a, a a pretty decent shelf but not not straight down
3: with a with a hard bottom
1: okay right. yeah more rocky yep okay yep it was uh it was awesome uh and i gotta tell you we uh we went underneath this one this one bridge (laughs) and i'm i'm stripping my fly back and a lot of these fish were in the middle of the river and and that's what he kept saying is you know don't underestimate the 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 middle river bite yeah i
3: couldn't get a fly to the middle of the river
1: yeah i know (laughs) so that's casting out and i'm bringing in and i'm pulling my fly out of the water and this hog of a pike comes up, was falling in, and it was Dude, that huge, was
3: giant. That was a thirty-five to seven fish.
1: Yeah, big pike Fall for that for that it. waterway for any waterway. Big pike, and it looked and it looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looked me right in the eyes. I'm not kidding you. It came up. <laughs> It turned broadside, it looked at the fly, and then it stared right in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I got you. And then it went down. And we're like, I see you, fat bastard. That's yeah. right. So And, and we, we stopped there, and we we tied some fluoro on the the end. We put a shock, and I I tried to catch that fish, I don't know, for 10, 15, but never saw it again.
4: Yeah, never moved him again. No.
0: You know, Mark was making a comment about that. I think we were talking about it a little bit on the last podcast, like, I, when you see a big smallmouth even and they make a move at the fly, you're not gonna
3: see the fish again.
0: Right. Don't worry about going back up there. Just just mark it down and say, Okay, I remember where you were at and mm-hmm. it's one of the things.
3: That thing's not coming back. If he bre- saw if he breaches and sees you, he's not if coming he turned, back. If he turns out of
0: there. It, it turned on the fly. He saw everything that was happening as soon as he turned his body broadside to that fly. And now yep. the and, and if he's Seen if he's if he'd
3: have made a pass at that fly a foot under the water away from the boat and then spun away that's one thing but when they breach like that completely and it's even like what we said when he did it and I yeah looked at Dan yeah. like that fish never he's like oh, yeah he's like I've never had one come back either he's like if he, if you see it it definitely saw you and everything
0: oh. that it's it all your boat it's all your oar it's all your dad all that puppy
1: dude and I'm telling you it's saw my big ass nose our souls connected. I saw. <laughs> we made that direct that. eye contact. Stud fish. That fish is sad. You'll, he's you'll like, "I'm never
4: gonna... forget me, buddy."
1: He's That's like, our oh, man. I won't. I'll, I still. I, I can see it absolutely perfectly. That fish coming up. Its stripes and.
0: I apologize, but he he rem- he's gonna remember your fat bearded face from the rest gave you of the his fin. fucking life. That poor bastard. Good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, and then uh, the rest of the float went great. We stopped, we pulled off, and made shore lunch in the boat. Uh, and and the shore lunch, uh, I did chicken um,
3: wraps, blue cheese, all the goodies, lettuce, tomato, everything. I had pickled onions. Yeah, it was like a barbecue chicken that I did with uh, like smoked paprika. There oh, it was really good. Did, uh,
1: and Dan was blown away. How often, yeah? <laughs> oh, how, often I, I does,
0: how often does Dan have guys bring him lunch like this?
1: Never.
3: Yeah, I could just, Im-
4: I could just imagine like a lunchtime. Mark's like, okay, my turn. I'm taking over. <laughs> Pull the boat over. Oh, I, I couldn't go a day without yeah. it. It's just,
3: yeah. No. I know sides. it's how you do, man, and, it, yeah, and it's, it's a special thing. And I think it's cool that you do that for everybody. Oh, I found a good one today that we got to try.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, one. yeah
3: that sounds. Yeah,
4: I'm in. Try sliders mm-hmm. yeah. sliders. So I don't know how I am about a ho- all the horseradish. But, I mean, oh, I guess we, we got to go Hawaiian. Quit being a pussy. It's yeah. just it's a I flavor. Thought, it's I not on my palate. I thought not
1: use a pinner rod anymore. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a tank He's going to turn side. straight to Euro-nymphing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <still>. He's like, <laughs> I put down the,
0: I put down the, uh, the pin rod. I'm going to pick up the Euro-nymphing rod. Mm. I'm going to go to a
4: baitcaster next. Just say the hell with it all. That's actually cooler than... A pin
0: run but, uh, yeah, I, but I Mark,
1: think
3: they're equally as gay.
1: Mark Mark had the big big small mouth. He had two two or three nice big small mouths. I never caught any small mouth. <laughs> of the one I dropped
3: at the end. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it felt bad though too. He's like we're right at the end. He's like, "All right, we got to hit this one spot. Let's try to get one more fish." And then Chris smacks one and just it pops off. I farmed it. I, I it didn't it pop got off. slack. I it got I slack. farmed it. That's, it. that's on me. And then like as soon as the slack pops and the fish comes off, I fire back in and another fish eats. I land and it's seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. He's like I'm gonna row you down here so we can get a picture. And I hold this fish like for like 30, 40 yards. And I got him in the water. And as soon as he stops, the boat, fish thrashes and Boom! Takes off. Yep. He's
1: gone. <laughs> yeah, and the fish I hooked was about the same. I could tell. Like I fought it for a little bit. It had it had shoulders, so it was probably it was a good fish. Two of the same size fish. Yeah. Yeah. I they did catch a nice pike though. Yeah, you did. Right, right after did. you lost that one, it wasn't, but maybe 10 minutes after that, you hooked into
3: something It's like, all right, this it has got some substance, and you saw, it. it's like, yeah, it was a good mid-20s pike, 26 or something. it was a, a nice pike. Fish. What are you doing wrong on here? What's that? What are you doing wrong?
1: I, uh, I, I let it have some slack. I wasn't stripping fast enough to bring my line in. I knew it, too. Like, when he popped off, I was like, that's on me. I was lazy. I fucked up.
3: We fished. Like shit will happen.
1: It it does. And uh, I didn't blame it on anything other than Chris Sims. You had a case of the fucking. <laughs> hey, when one. you when
0: you own it, hey, that's the best thing. That's it. And I it owned it.
1: it. Yep. It does, especially after a long hard day. The best part was Mark and Dan both telling me, "Be like, yeah, that was on you." I'm like, <laughs> I know that was on me. He had two guys on you. <laughs> Not only one, well, you had two. Well, Mark's,
5: Mark's back there, the second voice.
1: Mark's in the back of the boat and he starts talking shit. Uh, Captain snags a lot over here. Oh yeah, I was. <laughs> I, I will definitely say I was
3: struggling hard finding a load point on that rod. Oh me I do not like that rod
1: whatsoever. Once we, we tried two I, of the TFOs, now, I Loomis's. Oh yeah,
3: the Loomis's. Yeah, I I really like the rod that Schultz designed. The sw- um, the swim rod, especially in a seven weight, that's phenomenal. We started off with I uh, I started off. You had a different one thing. I had it the swim a, rod the whole day. Okay, I started off with a, I think it was a IMXS two piece assault. It was an eight weight two mm-hmm. piece
1: with a really weird load point on it.
3: And it, yeah, it was and like where I'm used to a rod is like getting it a little bit deeper and then hauling and firing down. This was like a snap at the end. It was very like any Loomis rod I've casted except for that swim fly rod is very very tip oriented and I just they're not that they're they just don't fit my casting style. And it's either I was sending it high or I would get it like a little too short and coming in hot. And I just could not find that middle point. I just kept sending everything. Boom, up in the tree. Up in, it was missing like <laughs> two foot. It's like
1: you tried to like get it right and it would be like two foot too high and then like boom in the tree. Boom in the tree. They're, They're not up there, Mark. And and, and I, I I said that once. Or I, I gave him a little bit of shit, but not, not much. Not as much as I could Did have. Did you get that one death stare where he just looked back at you after no. like the one hackle? I didn't give him much shit. The but oh, then I, I put one in the trees. Oh, my
4: God. Oh, on
1: your and, ass. And Mark's on my ass. And I was like, hey, fucker, you're not in the rowing seat. You zip it and start catching fish. <laughs> <laughs> you sit back there and shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, but it was... We had a blast. We had a great time. A lot of fish, uh, a couple pike, uh, and Dan is just an awesome guide.
3: Yeah, he did a great job. It was a yeah. lot of fun. Definitely it really do is. it again.
1: Yep, and Mark got to row uh, the boat. It doesn't count because Dan's like six four. and yeah, he, li- and he very, likes very hard. And he likes to row standing up. So he's got these spacers on his on his uh, oarlocks. So so when you Ma- sit down, there's like three feet. You know, so, like, so Mark's like got his hangers. hands his hands <laughs> up at his ears trying to row this thing. It's like I'm on one noticed. of them
5: Orange County choppers, <laughs> like ape hangers <laughs> just up there. I'm like, yeah, this isn't working out very well. <laughs> so I rowed for what
3: like 50 yards to this one riffle, and then he started the motor. We took off.
1: Yeah, but that was he had that little motor on the back, and well, we were just clutch. Yeah, that was clutch.
0: Well, I noticed you and your boat a lot last time. Even when we were out with you, with Torg, uh you were standing up a lot. More I row stand
3: up. Yeah, I, I row a lot more stand up. Why
0: didn't you just try that there? Because he he's, he's
1: still six up. inches shorter yeah.
3: than Dan. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they were still way off. Like, I have mine set to where, sure, like, yeah. I can sit and stand with mine and row. Yeah. Because, like, now, especially with it being this clear, when I'm standing up and there's no current, I don't – I'm. you can do everything standing now, and you can see a lot yeah. better.
1: Yeah, and Dan, Dan's – Every bit of six four. Uh, and he but he has the arms of someone who's like six six, six seven. Crazy long arms. So when he stands to do it, I mean it's a big dude. Yeah, he's a tall dude. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Tall, skinny, good, 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 good guide. And he guides in uh Everglades. Is Everglades, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. In the in the winter,
0: yeah. Uh when when's
1: the winter start? When does he go down there? October? No, so what he does, he quits smallmouth in September and then he goes with his buddies for waterfowl wow. in Dakota for October and then shoots down to Florida <laughs> November till March.
0: Going April-ish. to Disney World and I'm going to have an extra day or so just to kick it around the Everglade area.
1: Yeah, but you're going in October. He'll be Yeah, he'll that's be what I mean, yeah. yeah.
0: So I was, I'm just, no, I, that's when you said he goes down there to the Everglades. I'm like, oh, well. If he was there while I was there, I'd have to have to hook up, you know. Yeah. Trying to look for somebody to hook up with. So if anybody hears that, yeah, get a hold of GA. I'd love to hang out and learn the area a little bit. But
1: But yeah, great trip. Uh I recommend anybody that wants uh a different body of water, go check it out. Um uh, well, there's nice something different though too, like mm-hmm. a
3: different style because you're so used to fishing one way and you do it your way and then it's nice to see somebody do something different. It's like all right, it's I can incorporate yep. this at home and I can do this and that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And their style was not too much different than ours, but the big my my big takeaway last time and this time is the angles off the front of the you know, when I when you're in the front of the boat, you're casting a 45. You were almost casting parallel with the boat up along the bank. And if yeah. you if you didn't drop your, your fly within four inches of the bank, you might as well have just pick it up and cast it again. That's that's where those fish were sitting. In structure, right on the bank. Except for the ones that were in the middle. <clears throat>
3: yeah, they're shut off and shelves. Ma- so.
0: Mark had talked right. about that a little bit before. Uh, and t- Did you guys do a lot of anchoring up? Or was it no. always the boat moving? with Not the, once. Always the boat moving with the current? Always. And that's helping you gain depth with your flies, even at a 45. Because no matter, I don't give a shit where the hell you cast from. You're casting behind the boat, in front of the boat, across from the boat, if the boat's moving along with the current, at least you're gaining depth with your mm-hmm. fly. You're not pulling mm-hmm. your fly. Not that I don't – I will anchor up in a certain situation Sure. for us because I know it works for me. But I always – I prefer the boat moving along with the current.
1: Yep, and, and the biggest reason for that is hookup ratio too. So when, when that fly is at 45 degrees, when you, when you set the hook – you're not. You don't have anything on your line. You're not pulling your line. The bend of that line through the water to give that fish a chance to to not to, to miss. Yeah. Whereas when it's at ninety and there's a belly in your line and that's all messed up, you you're gonna miss a third of the fish when it's, you when you go to set the hook. Ten, I got I so got tension, yelled
0: at. They want to keep tension to. They want to be keeping tension straight from the end of your f- rod to the fly at all times so that when that fish hits there's yeah. no non tension in the line
3: right yeah, pretty much yeah
0: which it, you can't go wrong with yeah, that yeah definitely it makes sense and you know like i i like mark's point to it i think we talked about last week was that fish now if even if he does show himself it's not seeing you it's yeah, not he's seeing way the boat the way. yeah it's his, he's down the way a little ways small well that he's small down mouth in front he, of you and you might get him again
1: small
3: mouth he different than in musky as well oh sure yeah so, i mean that's that's conducive to how they eat
1: oh speaking of which you had that sick oh sick that eat. one it
3: ate like a redfish yeah yeah i fired it right up against the bank and his head just comes out and like turns sideways and swipes and i make like one more rip let it pause and its head comes right back out of the water again and just boom annihilates it like it like a redfish sick.
1: video like that yeah it was yeah,
3: sick that was a really really cool one yeah
0: so uh, did you guys talk to them about when they start there? Because I know for us, like f- shit, it's gonna be the, with this weather three weeks, and I'm throwing poppers.
1: So for them, <laughs> for them, that they they take the cat, they take the stripping basket off the front of their boats. They put a Yeti sixty in the front, sixty five, and they sight cast. So they fish these rivers sight casting for, for bass. When when they get the water conditions that we're about to get, if we don't already have it, so they will be throwing uh, top water and small, smaller streamers to these to these fish, sight casting to them, which I think would be pretty awesome.
4: Yeah, that'd be fun. Mm -hmm. Also, be
0: pretty cool. Yes, especially the (laughs) sight, and you do see it out there. You'd be like, oh, that's a big one. Yeah, and they probably already know where they're all at more Mm -hmm. or less during the times of year. Just the professionals they are.
1: Yeah, and mm. what did Dan say? He's got thirty six different floats under under his. Good under for his him. Boat. Well, so that he can choose from. So if one's blown out or one's dirty, yeah. thirty six choices different, are awesome. You man. know
0: when I, when he comes on the podcast, I want to ask as well, and even this, we don't ask this to the musky guys. I don't even think like in the places we talk to musky guys enough is. How many floats do you guys have with all the guides you have? And then are you just seeing the same fish over and over? Does that fish, by the end of the year, know the routine? Are you changing your routine because the fish knows the goddamn routine?
3: No, a lot of and them, the ones that are doing it right, are only setting them up to be fished once a week.
1: Tops. By themselves. Yeah, okay. Once yeah, a that week. That sounds great to and me. And
3: anyone that like, does a guide service that runs them like that with multiple guides... And I've talked to a lot of them, so there may be some out there differently. But almost all of them are once a week.
1: Yeah, and his first couple floats aren't even to fish. They put a couple chainsaws in their boat and they go and they're clearing brush so that they have, they've got their lines.
0: So apparently, my ringers going up. back up to <clears throat> you guys are fishing in Michigan, uh, sinking lines, weighted flies. The leggy boys usually weighted, right? Yep. Uh, Intermediate line Intermediate lines With but yep. with a leggy boy Who is, is a weighted fly It's basically Kind of a I mean look it up If you guys haven't seen it It's one of the I, I. You know what Since we've been talking about them And since we've been using them And I got one from a friend That was beautifully tied yeah. And dad likes fishing a Floating line With a it's
3: perfect Longer leader Well <clears throat> that one that you had a That day fly. Was not Technically <laughs> the same
0: it was a leggy boy, a little bit of variance in like it. Like a circus yes. peanut. No, no, it's got some actual lead lead weighted eyes. Not the one I tied because the one I tied is a little bit different too, but this one has a uh, lead eyes, but it has a it has like a spun head, but it kind of uh trimmed down. Okay. And but it it's a I you saw it It was one of the ones laying here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. was the pink one, of the pink head. I mean, it's just feather. they're they're Changers
3: with legs. That's yeah. all that they yeah. are. I mean, they, but I, mean I don't
0: think they have quite as many. Like, it's not all... No, it's four sections. It's not all small. Yeah. yeah, the one the one section between the two hooks is a bigger section instead of two smaller sections, which a game changer has two smaller sections.
1: Well,
0: isn't between it between the hooks, no. is too small, a hook, oh.
2: and, and then like a section. 20, and yeah. like a
0: 20, but like a 20-inch... 20-millimeter. Um, or 20-millimeter, yeah, 20-millimeter... And shank instead of instead of like two tens or two more 15s.
3: No, what has two tens or two 15s in them? middle?
0: Oh, a game changer is going to have two No, it's not. A game a
3: regular game changer is going to have two a hook, a shank and a hook.
0: No, they have two two No, they
3: don't. They're two a hook, a shank could, and a hook. We can
0: we'll look it up in the book when we get out
3: air. I'm talking if you're talking original game changer, <clears throat> they don't have two shanks in between the hooks. That's been added long after, but it was a two shank hook shank.
0: Well, that's how the ladies put together. I I Correct. always put it's the same. Four, it's just a shame. Five, in like the uh, finesse,
3: uh, changers. But the uh, one of the big change, like the things that they do, like you said, is changing the weights underneath because you put weights underneath the head before you wrap it, so that that fly is going to fish different depths and different you know, and this hold it and hover it a different way. I got a
1: bunch on the on a regular on a feather changer on that white feather changer. The one you know what that what I have mean? is a in camera. Michigan. He he put on he put yeah. on a white yep. feather changer and it did great.
3: Murdus got fish too. I mean anything. Yeah, Murdus yeah. got fish. Yeah,
1: yeah. If, Pe- as, as, peanut, long, the, as long as you put it in the zone, those fish were coming. Fish for it. it well yeah. and they're coming for it. Yeah, that's it. And the big the big ticket uh, up there, and I've noticed here is the pause. You know that that long pause in between strips, whether you're doing strip strip or strip strip strip, uh, but but a nice. A nice pause in between, and that's where most of your most of our hits came. They're
4: honing in on that broadside profile.
1: No mm-hmm.
3: well, temperatures are for it. You know, you're in yeah. low 60s then, so I mean, that's pause temperatures. We we talked about it last week. You weren't here um, when I caught those
0: two bigger ones last week. It was on a hollow fly that was tied really well, and it would as soon as you like, you'd strip, it would sit, turn sideways, pause, and just float and breathe and breathe and. Oh, man, the, as soon as that would sit and turn sideways for two seconds and just lay there and do its thing, suckered, it, suckered really? every time,
1: yeah. Nice.
0: So that's, like, again...
3: That's I, just a thing with them. I really don't know that you couldn't put, what, anything. That's what anything. I was going to yeah. say. You don't really yes. got to get that this specific goes, with it. You can, Yeah. you know, uh, it's anything.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, you what? as it looks like a bait fish. I think, honestly, point. as long as you're gaining enough depth, as long as you're gaining, depending on your water... Depending. Like what that your that water code, is. That a code for pink. As long as you're gaining <laughs> enough depth, I always notice as soon as my fly leaves, my visibility is usually when it gets smashed.
3: Yeah, no. I mean, every fish that we caught, we could see the fly. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Well, of that's them. what so I, mean, I mean. But it's,
0: it's, it's all variable to where you're fishing. Our our water is very tannic. You know.
3: No. You don't see it. You don't our water's see not tannic at all. It's dirty. Dirty. Whatever dirty, you want to call yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Dirty. It. You don't have as much Sentiment. clarity in our water that you might, you guys might have had up there. I am not sure it wasn't there.
3: Well, you know what? The other thing to take into consideration, too, is if that fly is paused longer, It's. I think you're still going to have the same reaction. Tell me when in the last six years a fly has been paused long enough in that water to get ate. It hasn't. N- n- period.
0: Depending on the fly, like I said. So, I mean,
3: I think that, too, if that, if that would happen, probably could go a lot higher with it. More time. I'm that's why you. I think I'm betting you we, we go down I mean again I don't think it's going to be now Or moving forward But it would be Into next year Or the end of the year If we got the water to do it But I think you'd find That that would be the situation If we fished it And then just really let it hang You'd be able to leave that thing Dang near just under And still be just fine
0: Oh yeah sure I mean as the As the year goes on It'll it'll be
3: It's going to be a while again Until you get down temperatures yeah. You got speed coming now Or top water
0: Yeah
1: Or you yeah, know Top water and that's and and we're there now. I mean, uh, pretty much now. My ri- my river summer low is three and a half, and it's sitting at three point three, right? Like, and it's May. Ours
3: been low. Yeah, low. Yeah. it's low. Could be a little fly season here soon. This week's yeah. gonna be rough, boys. Yeah, oh, this week's gonna be the worst. This w- this
1: week is the end of of marginal muskie f- fishing for us. It's the end of spring for us yeah. here. It's this pretty one, bad. I'm, like this, one, I'm not even.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's. When you get this type of weather, and everybody's different, people now are loving it. They want to go muskie fishing. It's the last thing on my mind. Yeah, it really is. I mean, we've got twelve months of the year to fish them. I don't really want to be out there when it's eighty-five degrees this week. Not fishing for muskies. No. When it drops back down to seventies, or you know, the mornings when it's in the fifties, but eighty-five during the day. And yeah, I know the water's fine. It's there, but it's the enjoyment part. It's just I do not think that's musky time. I don't like getting hammered. We've got the sun. all year long that you can fish for them when it's like really good time, man, that's just, no. 85 and sunny is just not fun musky temperature. Yeah, for trollers, they love it. It's trolling time.
1: And for Hopefully me. Hopefully
3: we get a shift and we get some storms and we get some 70s and brings it back down.
1: For me, uh if I'm going to sweat my balls off just standing, I want to be catching fish. Yeah. i So, into, so, I'm into so the give me some small
0: smallmouth, yeah. hybrids, whatever else I have to fish for until, you know, I mean, like, I didn't. I like to trout fish and I like to trout float. I didn't get to throw one good size streamer for one wild trout on the trout stream I like to fish this year. I went on one float. It was my daughter and my dad. And we sat and we swung uh, regular spinning gear. You know what I mean? I talked Mm -hmm. about it on the podcast. We kicked the shit out of the stock trout that were there. But I didn't get into the floats I wanted and the places I wanted to get into and places I usually get into. And I expected to we just didn't get the water for so it went straight to for me it was straight to small mouthing it was straight to hey well this place has water and this is where i'll float or i, I like a couple of places and this is where i'm gonna be and you bassing next week and i guess i'm bassing because i ain't got no goddamn <laughs> water and we're gonna go bassing. so it's hot well, bassing. it is and wait. i i love bassing. don't get me wrong i i like going out for bass i love small mouth I think everybody at this table has a soft spot in their heart for a 15-inch smallmouth. When it hits, it's a big one,
1: and, it,
0: and it isn't. <laughs> but it, as soon as that thing tanks your shit, it, it hits a five-inch streamer, four-inch streamer, and it's a 15-inch fish, 14-inch fish, even a 12-inch fish catches an angle on and some current and pulls like hell on a six or a seven weight. And you're like, oh, I love these fish. If five weight, whatever you fish for them, oh, it just how much of a soft spot do you guys have for these fish? And oh, how them. much do you love them?
1: I love them. But, I mean, if I had my druthers, I would take 60-degree drizzly weather uh, on the weekends so that I can musky fish instead. I would rather fish for musky than smallmouth, but when I can't fish for musky, there's nothing else I want to fish for than smallmouth.
3: I mean, they're <clears throat> yeah, I, I agree. They're one of my favorite fish, and I absolutely love fishing for them, but there's a reward spot with them. And I'm one of the persons that I just I would rather put time in and put a lot more effort in for the reward. And there's just a shelf life with them. I love them, but I can only take them so long. A couple trips and I'm like I'm not getting filled up with this at all. I can catch 30 fish a day and it's like this still is not doing it. They're fun. I, I'm having a great time, but after a few trips, it's like all right. I need I need something it to work hard. Yeah, it at.
4: doesn't scratch the itch quite.
3: No, it's a it's a blast, and yeah. I I love them because they're like such like a nice easy relaxed day. Like the floats coming, like I look forward to them. It's like all right, it's a smallmouth day. It's gonna be fun. You're gonna you're gonna get fish regardless. It's gonna happen. You don't go into them like you do any other float. The mindset's different. Though. It is. Yeah, you know, like a night before a musky float, it's like it's like you're just you're going into it differently. You're going in there to go to work. You're going you're going in there. It's just grind. You're gonna go in there and fight. You go in there for smallmouth, you're going in there relaxed and just having a chill day. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just at some point you gotta get filled up too and that just that doesn't quite do it.
4: It's like a it's an almost like you're looking at it as like, All right, we're going hunting, you know, you're going after one specific target fish that you're probably you're not gonna see, like especially like speaking muskie and stuff. But you know, smallmouth. There's a ton of them. You know, after like you said, after like the fifteenth or the twentieth one of them, it's like okay. I right. mean,
3: it's same as like bow hunt or deer hunting and rabbit and pheasant. It's rabbit. Fe- I mean, it's a blast. Yeah. You love it. There's there are a ton yeah. of fun. The, the, you spend time with buddies. You're. It's a great day. But it's not like the same as still going and shooting a deer. It's, it's, the, it's, the
4: reward factor is way different. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Just, in your heart, it's, oh, it's, oh, yeah, are, but yeah,
0: 100%. In your heart, it's not filling the freezer. Yeah. Like deer hunting is filling the freezer.
3: But they and bring like your heart so much joy. Sure. It like now, peps I mean, it up it, it, yeah. and, and, it brings, yeah. Yeah. and it brings sure. like everything else better because like now you're getting fish and then like when it is time to go grind it, you feel a little better because you haven't been a month, you know, beating your head against a wall or, watching people f- strip or trout set stuff and you know it's like okay you trout set a couple but you're still going to land a few fish here you <laughs> trout set a, you trout set that 40 you may not see him another one that today so it's or, just or, or for a while and that's even like i'll say with smallmouth. i mean we're going down these floats and we've had some good ones here recent and there's been some good opportunities to put muskie in the boat that haven't been but there's always smallmouth whacking the musky flies. Always. We're landing three, four, five, six a day on musky flies that are you know, if it's there in front, them, they're gonna eat it. You know, when we're out
0: there for for the
3: smallmouth, you know, we're catching smallmouth.
0: But there are a class of smallmouth that all of us truly wanna see. and that's mm-hmm. what
1: keeps us coming back. You know, when you when know, you, like yeah. When you've got your when you're fishing and you've got your 15, 20, 30 fish day you're still casting you're still i don't want to say grinding it out cuz you've still got that 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 high from catching a bunch of fish but you're still out there for that 20
4: you know he's there yeah always, you I, know he's it's there it's the
1: next cast that and that's that's why i enjoy it a lot because for musky me for me every cast is your musky so i fish every cast like this is it this is it you have to yep and i fish every smallmouth cast like this is my 20 this is my twenty after I've had a good day.
2: But no, like, even yeah, you have to.
1: Yeah. You but, have to. Yep. But like your first couple casts when you're smallmouth fishing, you're just fishing. I mean you're strip, strip, pause, and you're not you're not grinding it out. But once you've got a couple, you're like, all right, now it's time for that big boy. I'm grinding it out. Yeah, I mean, you're
3: like setting up like a musky day, or even like like um, going on a lake for um, hybrids. That's That's hunting. That's some work out there, especially like as the weather gets going. I mean, you are looking at calendar out. You are going, okay, we have phases on these days. We have, you know, a weather shift coming here, and you are trying to plan your days. Like, okay, here is when we need to be on the water, and that's even like when people are reaching out, going, all right, well, when should I go? I am looking at the calendar, going, okay, here is where our weather shifts are, and I am looking out now at like weeks at weather shifts. Smallmouth, it's like we can go tomorrow. Whenever you want to yeah. go, let's go. That's all I've been. Let's hop in. Let's go, go, go right at, now. Let's go. At let's noon. Go. Yeah, let's you go ready? Go at noon. Let's go. You know, say, who cares? You that's know, it's-
0: I I do yep. see that, and I but I I see that you know there are days when Mark and I have gone on the same <coughs> floats and we've caught seventy to eighty to you know just a, a bajillion fish and then I go on the same float and where the fuck are the smallmouth at? Yeah. And that's when those days it's like man that's the day you don't see a muskie. But when you catch 80 smallmouth, that's the day you probably see a couple muskie, all the fish are eating. You see deer before you go out moving. You see few turkeys walking out in these fields on your way to the stream. You see animals moving around. The weather's kind of right. You know, it it all does play a little bit, even with the smallmouth. The smallmouth just don't, I mean, they do hit. Well. And there's certain times of year, certain places you can get them to, but they go on lulls too, where we'll go and we don't see them for a little bit and they're like, oh, they're moving. They're moving in different places. Yeah,
3: and one thing to be said with all of this, though, too, is yeah, you're going to get smallmouth and you're going to catch fish, but you're going to get not like the class that you're talking about. Sure. Yeah. That class of fish, fish. It lives where the big muskie does. They do. It lives where the pike do. That fish there can roll its own. That one eats on a different category. If you're going out Mm -hmm. specifically going in a day and hunting fish like that with bigger flies, that's a different story. You're going to have very low numbers. That's like going out and trying to put up a 22, 23, maybe even a 28-inch brown. Yes. You're not going to go put up 11- and 12-inch fish all day long if you're going to go fish a long, big, slow section of timber trying to put up a big one. So with that being said, there's and a lot to be a said. Huge streamer, yeah, and there's a lot to be said about trying to put like upper echelon class smallmouth yes. in the boat on a consistent basis too. Mm-hmm. If that's what you're doing and you're going for, then yes, you're going to be gauging more like what we're saying. You're going to be looking at them weather patterns and them shifts. When is a true predator going to eat? When's a hybrid going to eat? That's when a big smallmouth's going to eat. Exactly. Exactly Today. that same time. Today. Yeah, I mean that's just how it works. They're you get lucky now yeah. and again, yeah. Well, and you it's know, it's hard, you got to grind. Guess you what? Grind. You got today, you coming, what? too, you and know, here's what? one thing to take into consideration is after today, you're straight 80s right now. Them fish know, you know, that pressure's starting to go right now, sure. and that pressure's going. That had probably a lot to play in with well, these last couple of days being such good bite windows.
0: And what just a couple of days ago, we did have a dip. We I mean, had small dip it got on like, chilly that night. Wednesday, 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 a Wednesday yeah. Thursday. Wednesday was cold. No, it was like sixty-two. That's shorts. right. Yeah, I wore shorts yeah. on Wednesday to work or Thursday to work, and I should have wore pants. And I wore pants on Friday and swept my sack off.
3: Yeah, because Wednesday was still. So, it dropped Wednesday night because Jimmy and I fished yeah, Wednesday and yeah. it was still hot. Yeah, we went for a Thursday. Long walk, was but it wasn't not bad. Warm. We walked a couple miles and actually was, wasn't sweat. I
0: don't know. Maybe yeah. those dips had something to do. It was, but uh. You know, it's, it's, it's spawning and off spawning in, in different places, so the fish are around to be had. And, you know, you just got to go work again. We've caught a few of those bigger fish, and you know what I've noticed? They never come in the same place, which you, you, be, you be quiet over there. But, they, like, honestly, we've, we've fished. And you, you can gauge when you're going to – this places you might catch some good fish yeah, you know but where big bigger ones, fish are going to be. But the big ones, they, they come in such random places. And the places I've hooked them, they're not that it's random because they're always a great place for a big fish to be. But you go fish that same spot again and try ripping it through there again or try dropping it in there again. And it just doesn't work the same every time, I feel no, like. No,
3: because them fish really aren't going to be in them same places all But I'm just, yeah, it's... it's now... So,
0: that's what I mean. You have to grind all the way down yeah. the river to try to catch one like that.
3: Yeah, and you're always looking for that same type of spot. It's like Yes.
0: Yep. Right. Where the big dog is going to lay. Like, where you think a muskie's going to lay. Where you think a pike's going to lay. That's mm-hmm. where the 20-inch small is going to lay. Yeah, Right, well,
3: right those, now, those they're going to be laying behind wherever a log lays a foot and a half off the edge of the bank. Yes. It seems where every one of them is at. We'll in get
0: into place. some of where I
1: found them today. Yeah, they're going to bully the those little fish out of there oh yeah it's 100%. their spot yep if it's a good ambush spot they're going to bully a little fish out of there and you're going to find those little fish further out hoping to get in and get some scraps where but jim
3: where jim likes to cast that
1: before we get to <laughs> Tiddler <laughs> lives <laughs> matter <laughs> <laughs> jim, Tiddler jim, jim likes the scrap matter. spot he's like
5: <laughs> i am the money caster of a scrap spot <laughs> before we get to uh our break
0: what are you two going to take home from that guided trip to what you're gonna fish in the gain? Are you gonna take tips that they gave you and things that they did, and bring that back home to your home water?
1: Yes. Uh, and and it's twofold for me. Uh, one is a tip I got from Mark, and the other is a tip from these guys. So I I traditionally would spot lock cast an area, let it go, spot lock because I can't. I didn't think I could use my pedal on my boat. But now that I see how Mark is doing that, I can keep my boat pointed in the direction I want at the speed of the current with very little effort and maintain those angles. So number one is angles for me. Number two is now that I, I learned the pedal trick from Mark, I can use it instead of relying on that remote and I can't fish and run the remote at the same time. So now that I can use the pedal... And I've got a cord long enough that I can put it in the back of my boat, which is where I generally like to fish from. So it's, those two things are going to change my smallmouth game for me. I'll still, I'll be in the front of the boat when I have somebody else in it, but a lot of the time it's just, you know, I wake up at five in the morning, I look around and I'm like, those kids aren't going to be up for another three hours. I can be in the water in 10 minutes. And I'll just, I'll just shoot down there for, two hours and, and pick apart a float. And then sure. the next time I'll pick apart a different float. And, cause that, that's the problem with having a huge river like that in your backyard. There's so much water. It's intimidating. Absolutely. Right. Cause you find one section you're like, all right, I think I've got this figured out. So you want to fish that cause you want results. But at the same time, you're like, that's the only section that I know now. So now I have to go find another section and you pick it apart and you fish at three or four times and, So it it takes a lot of time on the water to really just start to figure out a giant body of water like that. So, yes.
3: (laughs) Mark, what are you going to take home? One thing I think the biggest thing is just the the fly, how to set up my fly box the way that I want them. Because, I mean, we've been doing smallmouth and doing well for the last few years. But it's kind of like I was looking for, like, all right, what's that next piece is here? Because I'm dialed when it comes to muskie. I know when I'm you know, looking for a musky fly and when I have a void in my head, here's what I need to do. But when I'm smallmouth fishing, I've been using the same consistent thing. So if it's like we get here, we, I switch to this, we do this. So it's like, okay, I need to expand and fill these voids with different flies and different actions. And One thing that I've noticed that like everybody's doing now that I'm starting to pay more attention to is just the use of legs and incorporating a lot more legs in the smallmouth flies. So I think that's like the one big thing is like now I know where I want to go setting my boxes up as the season goes because like I'm already thinking like okay so as the water gets lower here's how I'm going to be fishing here's how I'm going to be doing what flies am I going to be needing how am I going to be doing this what sizes so that kind of uh, kind of sets the year up a little different and have things ready I think so to speak
0: awesome well on that note we're going to take a break Uh, we'll be back with some uh, coloring bucktail we're going to come back with the uh, event we were at in New York as well (laughs) Well, you can color anything with a Sharpie <laughs> marker. Mark. I love a Sharpie marker. This <laughs> is, uh, we this are is how we
5: should come back I in locked, more often. I, I've been smoking. I right into two count. What are you talking
0: about? I've been smoking for 40 years. Jay can't even do the podcast anymore. But he wants to talk about color and bucktails. <laughs> with a Sharpie. With a Sharpie, because that's all I use. Mark, no, um somebody had written written in and uh, asked asked about coloring bucktail. I don't color bucktail, I can't be around too much bucktail, I'm allergic, but mark does dyeing he he does he does a lot of bucktail
3: work throughout the year, so he's he's going to do, the do it him. all white and sharpie them as I do it
0: is that how you do it <laughs> you cop, you copex you copex yeah. him?
3: Shh. Straight. <laughs> no, I just Sharpie H the bottom and the top one.
0: You dye them. So so we're gonna talk about dyeing bucktail. And uh we I a guy asked me this was months ago, so I'm gonna talk about it a little bit.
3: Now, I don't do anything fancy when it comes to dyes. So I don't use I just use your standard this um uh like hobby lobby, RIT. So whatever your whatever your store you go. So I don't do anything on the acid dyes is because I do everything usually in house. So if you're trying to get some of the vibrant colors or anything of that nature you're not going to get exactly that but you're going to have i mean i could probably die in a neighborhood of 15 to 20 colors and i'm doing everything except for i think two or three i don't do chartreuse and i don't do fluorescent orange so yeah two i do everything else why is that um you really need acid to get it okay to get that color and to get it right and i just can't get it the way that i do it so again it's nothing fancy but it's a little overkill, but it works every time and it gets at 100%. And what I do is I use RIT, I use 13 cups of water to three cups of vinegar.
0: You said it works 60% of
3: the time every time. 100% of the time, 60% of the time. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that was fucking spot. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, oh, God, that was a tongue twister right there, but it worked out. It worked out. Came right back. Good job.
3: So, um, I use 13 cups of water to 3 cups of white vinegar. You probably don't need that much white vinegar, but when you get the black, I think it helps a little bit. And I so all the colors, I typically, you can do, it depends on each one, and you're going to have to do them to see. But when you get into, like, pink and yellow, you're going to find when you dye and you dump it out, it's, cl- it's clear. It, all the dye soaked into the tails. Other ones, you're going to have, you know, a lot of dye left in them. Them ones you can reach a little bit so you can get a little more tails in. Um, If I'm really just trying to make sure, like with black, I'm only doing four at a time. I do small batch on everything, but like with a lot of the other colors I'll do six or more. And most of your colors you can run about 160 on, typically about 30 minutes. And then I made this little contraption from a paper towel holder and zip ties and everything that kind of like presses it down to hold them, and then every five minutes I rotate them and flip them. Black is a different story. They're a pain in the ass. Um, And the one thing that I've found is I'm pretty selective because I do get to process all my own tails. So I'm pretty selective with the tail that I use in it. If it's a very, very dense, thick tail where the fibers are really packed together and they're tight, you're going to tend to probably get it where you're going to get a little off color in it. But for the most part, it'll work well with everything else. you got to keep it about 180 and maintain 180. If you lose it, you're not going to get the color the whole way through. And they're going to go about 40 to 45 minutes on black. So 180, 40 to 45 is going to get it typically, I mean, the ones like the last four or five batches I've done, I mean, they're blacker and cool. It's...
1: Are you doing that in like a stock pot or like a... Yeah,
3: yeah, regular, I don't know, what would that be like? a
1: Not like a turkey fryer or anything no, like that?
3: No, no. I mean, you can if you're doing, you know, and you could just keep making the batch bigger, add more dye, because that's for one packet of dye. So I've messed with them, I and you can typically get six or seven for most of them. When you go to black, if they're really thin sparse tails, you can get six. I really just like four because I don't have any variance. I know it's 100%, it's perfect the whole way through, and the back is really good, so I can use the back for doing the Buford heads with, where a lot of the times where if you're trying to push it, you won't. Um, There was one more thing there I was gonna get to, and I forgot what it was now. I don't remember. Oh, I don't soak them first. I know a lot of people say you're supposed to soak them and get them wet before you put them in, and it may, I've tried them both ways, I've found it sets better, and it does better, and it dyes deeper the whole way through so when I don't. You're taking I put them like in dry. straight
0: off the borax? or I
3: don't even wash my tails the borax off of them anymore. I mean, I they're washed heavily beforehand. I hand dry them, but whenever I take them off the rack, brush the borax off, and they either go straight in the dye or they're going to get used in an hour. I just leave everything out in the racks till I need them anymore and then dye them to go. and. Do right four on. or six at a time. Put them on the wall until they're used. But other than that, everything else. Like I just did a batch on Saturday to fill the rack back up, and we'll hang till they're done. And then dye what I need as I need more. But
1: so, so your process: someone shoots a deer, brings you a tail. You cut the bone out. Borax for how long?
3: Well, I'll take it. Take the bone out, and then I'm going to put it in Dawn um, dish soap for a half hour. And I put them in a five gallon bucket. Put a, the dish soap in there, and I just keep pushing and pushing on them and just keep doing it all the shit out let them sit for a half hour Literally. dump it spray them heavily again and if you keep doing that and you keep pushing your hands through there and you dump it until that water's pretty much clean you're really not going to have much rinsing to do at the end if you don't yeah you're gonna have to probably lay them out and rinse them out really good so i'll do that usually two sessions for about a half hour 45 minute soaks and then every five ten minutes just pushing them around and getting them clean and then pull them off rinse them off and hand blow dry them put them on the rack, borax them, and they'll sit for, oh, about five days. I'll pull them, re them, and then let them sit five more and they're done. If I double borax them, I can get them done in 10 days. If I don't, especially with the humidity right now and it being warm, it'll take a lot longer and I don't have that time to wait. So it's a little more costly. It's smaller the way I do it and it is more time consuming. That's everything I do. I understand that the way that I go about things isn't the most time convenient, especially when I tie my flies, but that's not what I'm about. I'm about quality 100%. And and you hand dry
1: them again once they come out?
3: After they've been dyed, yes. Yes, I do. Yep.
1: And then they're they're ready to go?
3: Yeah, they're ready to go. Oh, no. They usually take at least a full, probably two full days until they're ready to tie with because they're still going to be damp and moist. And it's a pain to tie with damper. Damp. <laughs> so sure.
0: when when you're tying with uh, even like something like that, like a damper fly or damper, like do you notice the difference in when you're trying to push back? Do you know what it will look like when it dries? Or
3: mm, yeah, I mean, I'm just everything at this point is so much off of feel. I know where the consistency of how thick of bucktail is and how much it should feel, and where everything is depending on. I mean, there's five, six, seven different types of fiber. Depending on how each one is and what they do, I know where each one sh- needs to be at this point. So even when it is a little damp, I kind of know, because it's going to be fluffier and it's going to flare more. So you've got to be cautious as to what you do with it, because you can't actually cut it, too. So I, don't, I try not to mess with it at all if I can. But even after drying them thoroughly, they're still damp in there. They take another day or two before they start to harden back up after being dyed.
1: Do you recommend a different pot for different colors, or no? It don't same make it pot? no
3: because it, using the the way this is, like I rinse them and just wash it out with Dawn dish soap after, and I've never had an issue. It's always they, they that dye for the most part isn't overly. I mean, yeah, it's gonna stain anything, sure. But it cleans out easily.
1: But don't use your wife's favorite
3: soup pot. No, I've got a, my own. <laughs> I've got a little spot in the basement. It's got all of my stuff for dying. Like I have a big, huge shelf of just all, pretty much every color of RIT. And then as I get low, I go pick up a couple more. And I got like every color in stock for multiple. So if I get a big order for this, and I've got two yellow on the wall, and I go grab four tails that night after I'm done time, dye four, and then I'm set for the order and what comes in next on them. And As I need them, roll through. But I always keep that uh, vinegar, thermometer, the little tool to push down and everything. Old. Nice. Sweet. Thanks Mark. Used frequently, a couple times a week. I'm well, glad there you go.
4: I'm glad that you rolled through like all of that because I've been over at your house for a processing and I think everybody needs to realize that when we're talking about all of the processing of the tails and dying of them, I need to paint the picture. There is a garage full of tails there are tails everywhere at all stages of the processing so i mean start finish you're washing drying process you know drying them out and everything it's all going at the same time and, and you and amazing. chad yeah
3: whenever chad
4: was done you and like,
0: chad really went through this process together for a long, 100%. long that's time that's where him and i
3: got going with it yeah, like you
0: really learned and you guys learned together
3: we spent a lot of time in the garage yeah. and when, when he, we was done he ended up giving me all the um screens that we had so i pretty much just yeah i took uh horses set them up in the middle put screens on them and i have like a big L of my mom and dad's old counter and cabinets from their uh, house put screens the whole way around them i can i can comfortably hold about 110 and if i needed to push it i can do like 120 plus but anymore at this point i pretty much keep
4: 40 on a rack yeah, it was very impressive, man. That's a well-oiled machine. You you got the your flow of your little workspace completely dialed in. It was impressive to see that coming in. And
1: well, you're you're very organized, and you've got this dialed down. And best case scenario, you're looking at at least twelve days from raw bucktail to when you're tying with it. Best man. case, yeah. Best, best case, case scenario. Yep. Yeah. I so guess. yeah, don't th- don't think that you're going to grab a tail. Dry it, dye it, and tie with it next week. You're looking at at least two weeks.
3: Yeah. And there's realistically, I mean, there's a lot that goes into all of it. But it's, I mean, one thing with his business is, is you don't know how anything is until you do it. Mm-hmm. And as whereas it is, that's kind of with anything. But I mean, you know, the, when you first start off to tie 20 flies at a time, that's a lot. Now, yeah, now I'm sitting here doing numbers and being like done with that that before may have taken me months longer to get to. Mm -hmm. So it's like until you start doing these kind of things and, like, that's how you start to figure out, okay, so in order for me to do, you know, I've been doing 70 flies a week. Well, I need to fish a couple days this week. I've got this going on. I've been guiding. Now I need to tie 70 flies, and I need to do it in three days. And it's like, how do you set these processes up? It's like, okay, I still need to do tails. I need to process this. And you start to figure out over time, like, how do I do all of
4: this in volume and work it all in? And yeah. there's There's been many days where it's been like, you know, 2.30 at work. And I bet, you know, I bet Mark Burns' fingers hurt right now. They hurt I bet all. you they are hurting like a bitch. And you know what? Moment.
3: Today was one of them days where I felt it bad. It has been like a whole week of pretty much going. And you know what it is? It's the holding and the pinching. And it's, oh, like, the going pinching. the whole way up into my, like, into my knuckles, down into my, like, wrists. And it's holding them it's called, fibers. That's and, called
0: carpal tunnel
3: Man, on both of them, from, like, just holding the bucktail and then picking and cleaning it. <gasps> right. And then that wrapping. And believe it or not, this copper sleeve makes a huge difference. But, yeah, it's like, we got a couple more weeks of solid going. And uh, I'm going to need a couple-day break.
0: I got uh, two of those copper, copper. sleeves. They're so and nice. They, I wear them on both my knees when I do flooring.
3: Like I can take it off, and literally within five real, minutes, like I'll I, feel I, an ache in it.
0: All day, man. I wear them on my knees. I have to have them when you're, you know, weeks worth. Of, you know, two weeks worth of flooring.
1: Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I have know. a I have a knee brace that I use on my elbow. <laughs> like, I'm
0: not shitting you <laughs> It's Jay's
1: knee you br- Use your thighs <laughs> Jay's for buys <by>, so. <laughs> oh, I swear to god like I tried to buy all the elbow braces They didn't fit my arms So I had to buy like a, a large a Medium thigh large sleeve knee, so,
0: knee brace and it, they work great Since Mark and I, I, I Now I'm good on a pee Oh good You know, I, <laughs> had, to, I had to leave Before. for a second I had, get, I had to get rid of some things Um <clears throat>
2: <coughs> uh, ooh, uh. You really should Jeez, p- I'm
0: trying here so hard, fellas You should have picked oh, up a voice when you were outside Mark, yeah. <laughs> Mark, Mark <laughs> tell me, Jake, <laughs> what you got where, Where'd we go? Where? What event, where were you we at?
3: <laughs> oh, man, Friday night we went up to Trying, that? man, Spring, trying. Springville, right? Springville, news? Springville New York Springville, Steelbound. yeah. Steelbound Steelbound with uh, Queen City Guiding They had a little musky get-together and I tied a fly, ate some pizza. Boy, that place had some good food. But Evan's had a lot of nice things there. He kinda brought a bunch of stuff in from the shop, had Cortland lines, had some couple different rods, had some wolf rods there. They had like a fifty fifty. He they had, had the Echo uh the Echo musky rod was yep, there.
0: No, I use
3: <coughs> Well, else so there's something um I don't know, there's a lot of like with your twenty dollar buy in, there's a lot of bunch of prizes they had and ton. Just some fly time and got hanging out and talking.
0: It was fun. I'm sad. Yeah, I'm sad. Mark I missed got it. to see Jace for the first time in That's quite a while. Quite
3: a while. It was nice to see and, uh, Jace again. It really was. You know. It yeah. Like I saw you guys pull in, I was tired. I was like, oh, Jace is there. And I like what right out then. Came yeah, you said hi to you guys. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: Oh yeah. I asked my wife, I was like, hey, uh, is it cool if I drive three hours away while you could go into labor any second? She gave me the hard no. So uh, I was on it. But I really, I really yeah, wanted I to ended up probably
3: go. Couldn't have, could not have worked out because I left at 2 and I was back home at 11.45. Yeah.
0: Very uh, similar thing. Like local brewery. Nice. You know, you mm. go get their really good beers. Uh, yeah, how was I the beer?
3: Because I obviously didn't drink, but the food was fantastic. Jason and good.
0: I chose an IPA right at the beginning, and we liked it.
1: So why vary?
0: So at that point, when you know you like something, like, oh, we're just going to keep buying those. Yeah. He bought the first two rounds. I bought the second two rounds, and we were having a good time. Yeah, we and the nice
3: part is, is Evans then lived we, like a mile from there maybe. Yeah,
0: we met Burger King first. We Smart. went to the Big K, and you know, it was like uh, within walking distance. And
3: then. It was it Burger King within walking distance? Driving, walking.
1: <laughs> That's not the same. <laughs> you have to pick one. Driving, walking. What the hell is that? That's where you don't want to admit that you drove somewhere when you shouldn't have been driving. There's I, no statute of limitations
0: <laughs> on it at this B, point. Went to the BK and had a great <laughs> time at the BK. Ordered, like, everything. My wife's like, 37.50 fi- at BK, and I'm like, man, I was hungry, babe. Yeah. <laughs>
5: So I had before I came here. My wife calls; she's on her way home from baby shower. What do you want? Like Burger King? I want a Whopper.
0: Fifty goddamn dollars a burger? No, it wasn't. It was. It was really actually pretty cheap. But uh, you know, got BK, went back to the went, went right to Evan's Thirty-seven house. bucks at Burger yeah, yeah, King. That's pretty, pretty, cheap. Cheap. Yeah, it's pretty cheap. Yeah, that's pretty cheap. for you and an
5: army, especially for Well, you.
0: again. We might as well have been a fucking Olive Garden Listen, like man. you guys. Okay? <laughs> Listen, we were little, in the same state as you two.
4: Us little skinny guys Olive can be Garden a void to too, okay? Point. I
0: mean, Jesus Christ. I might well, as well when have I fucking left, been dabbing.
3: When I left, you had a cellophane baggie with some kind of bear-looking things that you were in da- and just inhaling.
5: <laughs> I don't know what was going on. Boys, <laughs> <laughs> <is> killing me. <laughs>
0: apparently I need bourbon we've we've got it oh I know you bought me one of these Manhattans Jeffersons Uh, anyway but uh, it was was a fun event there was awesome giveaways again like one of these events like you put on that like you know if you go you're gonna win something like there were just so much so (laughs) many things (laughs) to be won by people Thanks, How Mark. in the
2: hell <laughs> did Thanks, you do Mark. that? <laughs> uh, who knows, right. that? Mark? Mark, come on, that so, wasn't
1: even funny, Mark. So I need to I need to let you know what just happened. Jay is sitting in a very nice office chair. We're all Jay. sitting in very
0: nice office chairs. We
1: are. Jay is a Jay's tired, <laughs> and he's just kind of trying to talk his best because he's pooped. Mark reaches over with his foot and presses the button on Jay's <laughs> office chair to drop him exactly. down about eight inches. <laughs> Which, right, isn't in my fucking microphone.
5: <laughs> oh, yes, was dick. Was no, it was, it
0: was a fun event. If you're in the area for the added event, you should be there. It was It was a good time. You, you tied off awesome fly.
3: Thank you. I did a little double with some weird mint green. I was like, you know what I was thinking was, bright sunny day dirty water and it was like a white belly gray with uh fluorescent uh yellow tail but it was like a mint green weird it was a musky you know full what? tail it was i thought it was chartreuse and it was nowhere close so it was, we roll with it but it was it was I'll light it.
0: it was light <laughs> enough to almost just be like a a variant of white
3: Yeah, very much so. Yep. Yeah, it'll it'll pass close to white, but I figure maybe with that dirty water, I'm like, maybe that'll pass for like bright sunny dirty water. It's like
0: fucking chartreuse. Try try something, try yellow or what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's the same thing. Well, it's
3: like I'm tying river pigs today, and I was like, you know what? Make this thing, and then do like yellow tail, this and this and this and this, and then you have like five flies, and it's all just a variant off of yellow and brown and Mm -hmm. white. That's it.
0: Wow. Yeah, what a wonderful All you need event. is the contrast.
4: That was right? a deep one. It was. That was a deep one, buddy. Uh, Brother,
1: I had been put on the We met lit- some
0: fun people. Shore Duty. We got to meet some fun people there. There yeah, was some uh interesting ones. Yeah, there was uh, a guy, man, he was walking around like a zombie. <laughs> what was it Stoner Scott? I like Stoner Scott. He was my kind of my kind of guy. You know, he was a little different, but very uh very he was very good fisherman. You know, and then there was uh, Slobber Steve. <laughs> I, I don't know what he was I talking about halftime, half but names, he was—he was very good. He was a cool kid. He uh, found just, out
3: about a new species of fish. That was uh, cool.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, the multi. Uh, Jace, Jace was handing out Mark's pizza to everybody.
5: That was great.
3: Uh, for Jay a piece of pizza Just being nice And The next thing
5: I know Jay was offering Jace was offering The rest of it out I'm like, <laughs> Alright cool <laughs> I wasn't going to eat that I just figured Okay I was going to take that home You dick But you know oh, man, it I already before left
3: They had this one That was called Three piglets Or something like that It was uh, a Very good pizza Prosciutto, sausage, and bacon Oh man But the dough Was like this Big fluffy, and they had like a good yeast flavor, yeah. and it was you like nice. yeah, man, you thick nice. dough, yeah. like it was really mm-hmm. thick, but like super fluffy. So it was like you know, there's good mozzarella on it, and yeah. whoa, so there's a little basil. It was nice. Oh, yeah. You could tell lettuce, handmade dough, covered lettuce. That was an interesting yeah, it was one. Like real good handmade
0: dough. Sweet. It was, it like half the crust on the one piece was like just a puff ball
3: mm-hmm. of like so
0: airy. Greatness, where you get that yeasty. Oh my god, that's what makes a pizza pizza.
3: But it was twenty bucks. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take the rest back yeah, with no. me. It should be good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, but no, no. But the other kid wanted some that Jace offered him. Nice. So we go outside, and, and, and we, we we're like, hey Mark come out here. He's like, yeah, we're going out there. And then he's like, Jace, why'd you? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it my pizza.
4: is like, I'll buy you beer. I swear to God, man. Man, I really wish I couldn't have missed this. Oh, I got screwed over! I got like... screwed over at so the last. You know second how I worked, you know man. how
0: Mark him. You know you know you know Mark gets. He, he can be fun. He can be animated, and this is Mark animated, and it's fun to watch Mark animated with Jace. Because there are two think. fun animated guys around oh, each yeah. other. Exactly. And they love In each the other. In the day, I could really care less. But no, it was fun no to pick shit. on Jays. Oh, but yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. as soon as
5: I walked down, he's like oh, like, oh, man, my man?" I'm like, oh, I'm going to give it to him for a few minutes. Bye, like,
0: no, yeah, really. No. Did Skaggs and his boys make it right? over? No. Really? They did not. Huh. They didn't. No, no. Uh, Tor- e. They're close. My buddy, Torgy, though, yeah. he was there with his... Beautiful girlfriend and another friend, and oh no, stars, uh, uh, girlfriend Adam that was Star- there, yeah. yeah, or Adam, yeah. So they had their uh, beautiful ladies with them. I should have brought my beautiful lady with me. I told my wife, I was like, Man, if we'd have went, you could have bought an extra ticket, I might have won something.
4: You didn't win anything,
0: no, I didn't win nothing. That's too bad. Oh, you know, I never win. You know, it? I won a buzz.
1: You won it or bought it. <laughs> bought uh, that. I bought that. <laughs> no,
0: Jace bought half, and I. Well, I no, no, I pay for half too. So yeah, yeah we're that's not on. so
1: bad. So it was a good event, well yeah. attended.
0: Yeah, it was a good time. A lot of free giveaways. A lot of good musky guys. Uh, Mark ran into one of the musky guys that he sees around that does a lot of gear. Got oh, or
3: Baker Bait. Yeah, he, yeah. Evans had him there to do. Uh, he's the his wife or his girlfriend. I don't know which is, but is the. Chapter president for '69 there in New York. Yep. Oh, nice. Good. So they had like a little uh, Muskie's Inc. talk and yeah, cool. Baker from Baker Bates. He was up there. Oh, I hate you. Sweet. Speaking of
1: Muskie's Inc., I, I they've got a you. they've got a prelude to the Beast coming up June 10th and 11th. I see that. A, was yeah. it
3: the Pike Tournament? Was this weekend?
1: I think so. Yesterday.
3: Yeah, I was thinking about doing it, and then I saw it was on Memorial weekend. I was like, eh, no, nope. What's the matter? Got another bug in there? No. No. I he's just
1: pissed that I bought more bourbon that he likes, and he's going to keep drinking it.
3: Oh, he's going to drink that all night long.
1: Yeah, he certainly is. It's not like he's got to go to work tomorrow.
3: No. He's no, just
0: I'm gonna trying get, to I'm going like to get paid to have gonna, a hangover, He's okay? going to drink
1: until he falls asleep and in that I've, chair.
0: I've literally... Fished for two days straight, so I'm not going fishing tomorrow. Tuesday. Everybody can fuck off. I'm going to talk about my fishing experiences real quick here. Yeah, go for, I'm for it. I to tie flies all day tomorrow, but I got to go to a damn picnic at 1.30.
4: Tuesday, Jay is going to. Well, H- dude, we want
0: to take one more break at one sixteen, and then we'll talk to you about two hours, and then we'll be done.
3: Why don't you go ahead and hit your
0: fishing, then we'll come back and we'll go on everything else no, after I want, that. I want. I want to hit one before we do that. What do you got? Go ahead. Can I take a break? Hey, coming back from another pee break. <clears throat> and I'm going to talk about my, my trip to uh, Buffalo after the event. We went back to Ryan's, had a few drinks. I guess the funniest thing about that comes out from this story is Ryan and I went to
1: bed at like, I don't know, quarter to midnight. Should we talk about how exactly you phrased that? I don't
0: know. We're not going to go back to it. Ryan and
1: I went to bed. No,
0: no, no, no. It was funny. (laughs) I didn't know. I didn't know. I went to bed. Ryan and Jace apparently sat on the couch and passed out talking to each other. And Ryan said he woke up on the other, like, you know, like I have a sectional. So one was on one side of the sectional. One was on the other side of the sectional facing each other, passed out at 4 a.m. or 3 a.m. Talking to each other. And Jace will talk you to sleep.
5: Oh my gosh.
3: You know, if
0: (laughs) if anybody is listening to this podcast, my buddy Jace, he can talk you to sleep. He'll talk you to anything. So, um, that was one funny thing I took from, you know, Ryan said he woke up looking at Jace from the other side of the fucking couch, saying, I gotta go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) And I already went to sleep, you know. I had to back area to myself and this had uh he has a couple fish tanks so it bubbling noises and things going on which i love sleeping with white noise so i was oh my god immediately out gone till my alarm goes off really way too early and uh we go and man uh we go venture in we go venture into a long, long walk, a seven mile walk. And it was one of the best seven mile walks I've ever taken in my life. Nice. At the end of it all. You know, at the beginning, you know, I was
1: hungover early <laughs> yeah, in the morning. Yeah. You're like,
0: it's
3: how far?
1: And you probably yeah. brought, like, a half
0: a bottle of
3: water with you. <laughs> no,
0: and no, we actually we stocked up. We stocked up with a Jace. Jace, of all people. Oh, he, pre- had he us, prepares. He had us all stocked up with, uh, what are they, the body armors and waters for everybody that we were packing into all kinds of people's backpacks and anywhere we could fit them. And no, we were, we were prepared walking into this. Treacherous walk, and the walk in is always fun, right? Because you're always walking down.
1: Yeah, and you're excited. You're like, yeah. what am I going to see The build
0: so up. Or... We're walking. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's walking in. It's walking in, and we're just walking. You know what I mean, Evans? So we're just talking and walking, and Torgy and Torg's with us. And, uh you know, he's he's walking with Jace, and they're talking, and Jace, you know, he's talking, and he's talking, and Jace's talking, and then I'm talking. And, Was know, there Jace's any talking? talking. A lot of talking. It was a long walk, so we we finally you know after I'm talking. We're hiking. We hiked, hiked and hiked and hiked and hiked. The coolest thing about the hike is the beauty along the walk, you know. And I, I we see this. A lot. You were gonna
3: say the talking. No, no, <laughs> it wasn't
0: <laughs> the talking. But no, you know you see it a lot with brook trout. Like brook trout take you to a place. It's not the fish. The brook trout take you to a place that is beautiful
1: generally unmolested
0: yeah like a beautiful place. beautiful places that you want to walk to and you want to be around and things you want to see and so i, I felt like this was that kind of walk and when we get out and we get on the creek and you look around and oh my god you just see just amazing scapes all over and just beauty and the creek just looks prime Prime And you're like You're like You know Like My my dad's buddy uh, Brian He always liked to Refer to it as You get a little bit of a chubby You know It's like before you You, know, you go in any sport you know, you, You're getting a little rough You know You're getting like rowdy You're like Oh you're primed up You want to You want to you You're about to catch A fucking fish And you know it and, and oh man And the beauty around you And it just It just eats you up On the inside You said love it You know This is what I do this for
1: How many of you guys Were there Four
0: just me, Jace, Torgy, and Evans. Nice, and you know, and just our best friends, are some of our best friends. Yeah, we yeah. We love those guys. I love being around those guys. Those guys are some of the best guys to fish around. Mark yells at them, and and that kid will learn. And he's young, and he'll get better. And you know what I mean? It's just it it, it that of those that day. But you know, just being up there and him showing us around his water. It was, was, was a, you know, just something different. It's like, all right, well, you know, what size flies? And they're, you know, deciding and we're rolling through and we're starting to catch fish. You know, we're catching smallmouth. Nice. And then this just gorgeous, gorgeous water. Uh, it's it's just the most, it's, emerald, it looks like ocean water. Emerald green, but ch- like with a little chalk to it. Perfect. I just don't even know how to explain. We don't have anything like it here. And you're just walking up and you're just looking at these these 150 to 200-foot rock walls. And sometimes landslides are coming behind you. You can hear them just. <laughs> you know, these boulders are kind of falling down that are, you know, the size of our heads. Not your head, Chris, but our heads. <laughs> <laughs> uh but, and you know, like, if if one of them hit you, though, when you're tying a fly, if you put your stuff on the bank and you were standing there, you know, it was almost better to have your stuff way out further near the water. And it was, it was, it was cool, man. And we started catching fish right away. Nice. You know, and you're catching smaller fish and Jace's, you know, J- don't let Jace near the water. You know, he's got his shit set up how he likes it. And he's fishing some f- good flies, weighted flies, and. He's catching fish. He's fishing a clouser. Where can you go wrong with the clouser, Mark? Never, right? A flash clouser and all that. Like, you like them. And uh, I wasn't fishing a clouser.
1: I had a, Were uh, you fishing a game changer? <laughs>
0: well. <laughs> <I was fishing laughs> a big shark. No, I was fishing something different at first. and uh, I just kind of switched through until I kind of found... I had a wedge head game changer that tied a long time ago. It was olive, and it would just hover, and it wasn't getting me hung up because I had a sinking line on the uh, on my six weight. So it was hovering and keeping me up where nice. I needed to be. And It you know, started working for me, and started working for everybody. At, actually, after that, and but we walked up through all this stuff and just different. You know, you're just different holes after hole. They're just beautiful hole. And walked up through Evans at one point at the leave. We kind of hit a side hole. And we were almost just to pass it over. And I'm like, there's no, there's a huge fish in here. Or uh, I was right next to Torque. Like Torque, No, there's a huge fish in here. I'm going to cast in here right now. Like, All right, well, well, yeah, cast in there then. Fuck yeah, you know. And... Uh, And and whatever, you know, buffalo accent I can do.
1: That was fine. Go on. Okay.
0: Cast in. Pull this fly through this hole, which is like a big log and stuff. Back toward myself. This fish just turns sideways. It's got to be 18, we'll call it, just because it big, big, big sized. 18 to 20. Nice. Big ass fish. Turn sideways. Ah, I'm freaking out at this point. Now I start fishing really, really hard. Hmm. Well, we push up to the next hole, and Jace catches a really nice, really nice fish. Just in the same kind of idea with a big tree that pushes a big hole out in the side of the creek. And man, it, it, it that was a it was a really another perfect scenario. Then they're like, well, the, like the big holes up here, and Evan has to leave, and me and Torgy and him roll up higher. And boy, after that. Shit got real
1: after Evans left.
0: He honestly, yeah, Evans. We well, know everybody had already caught decent fish by then, and except for me, mm-hmm. and so it was a good day at that point. Evans had caught a big fish, you know, and Torgy hadn't caught shit. But Evans left him a rod. They only took one rod. Torgy just took a camera to take pictures of birds. So, I mean, it was it was and and, and help us along, you sure. know. what I mean, and, and make sure we were having fun and. He really showed us around well, and we moved up a little <coughs> higher to one hole they both know about, and it was the hole. And it was the hole they talked about the whole day, and you know why the hole's the hole?
1: A lot of big fish?
0: No, because it's the hole. And, yeah, exactly. So, I go up. It was just a, It's just the hole. It's the honey hole. You could tell walking down to it, it's like just a giant area where...
4: Fish can be caught for. Are we still rated PG right now?
0: Five hundred, <laughs> whatever's you know. It, it, you could just f- you Jay, could fish for. Is this a tidal pool? If it was going out <laughs> to the ocean, it would have been. It was. It no. It was the smallmouth hole. So then we just pressed on to catch a bunch of big smallmouth. At that point, amongst a bunch of giant, on just oh, the scenery again. You get to you know. I, who doesn't want to take a big smiley face picture amongst a backdrop like that and you look back to it with you and your best buddy in the same picture boom win win for the day thanks Torgy for showing us around Torgy then uh, proceeded to roll back down to the creek dropping a huge fly a um, headbanger I tied all black and he had to clean up on the back on the on the way back to the vehicles and so three that was and fun a half to watch miles. yes at uh, three and a half miles it was, <coughs> it was fun to watch and he really did he he would go through and just he would just started cleaning up and he saw it the way I showed you that picture of the one he caught yeah, and yeah. it was a big big it's fish. A nice fish pretty real light colored pretty fish all of them are they don't look like the smallmouth we have here yeah
1: in that chalky water they wouldn't they're
0: well. They're lake run fish, mm-hmm. so that's coming. That's you know. fresh. Yes, they're lake runners, and you know it's not the same type of fish we have, and they're green, and they don't have that dark. But they, you know, they do have. They have the print, that pretty red eye, just like ours have as well. Cool. So that oh, what a what a f- oh man, great walk to take. Uh, and I would advise anybody if they are in the uh, Zor Valley area take that walk honestly go go see that area whether you're just somebody touristing want to just take a beautiful walk on some beautiful water in a beautiful area that's uh, just a nice area to visit I would advise anybody to do it I can't wait to get back to do it again I want to do it in steelhead timing so
1: and that was Saturday that was Saturday for me and you fished today
0: oh yeah <laughs> I, oh yeah. <laughs> I, well, uh, after Did I, I <laughs> <laughs> tell me about it. I know. Go on. Is there no. a story involved? Did no. you fish with anybody? Did was, you catch any it fish? Was, yeah, it was. No, the story is amazing. The sto- today's story is better than yesterday. Or just as good as yesterday's. Not the views, the people, all the same. You know what I mean? Who'd I, you fish with today? Oh man, you can't. Yeah, I'm, I'm dying here, man. Like. Uh, After, no, but after that, you know, this, 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 it goes funny. It's funny because I went to my sister's after I went fishing yesterday. And, well, Uncle Jay's now playing basketball with all the kids. Oh, shit. We're teaching. We're teaching kids how to play basketball. My brother-in-law and I are playing two-on-two. I did not hurt anything. Wow.
1: Did you hurt anybody?
0: No. No. Nobody (laughs) got hurt. No, nobody (laughs) got hurt. That was a foul. That was a foul. Feelings are destroyed. No, it was, it was really fun. We had a really good time. And, you know, but. Even after all that, you know, you got to come back home and be dad. You know, you got to go do your thing. And I'm like, oh, I'm, at one point, I'm like, I got to leave. I got to go home. And I have to get my shit ready for tomorrow. I have to go get my boat. Like, my di- I got to go. And so we left their house. I came and picked the boat up. Or picked my dad's truck up so I could come and put the boat in it. Got my shit together the night before because I knew it was not going to be a good night. The Celtics... I gotta go to this for one second. I come home last night, watch basketball till about damn near eleven thirty. After all this fishing, all this travel, you know, coming back, whatever. I watch it drinking beers, man, because that's the only way you can do- I watch a little bit at my dad's house as I'm picking his truck up. You know, we're yelling at the TV together. And I'm like, I gotta go, I gotta go shit together. So I come home. I come home, watch this game. And this game was an epic game. And I hate to talk about it on the podcast, but it, I, I, I mean, this is about half the reason my voice is gone. I'm screaming at the TV. Like, Jimmy Butler, I don't care who knows what this is. This is basketball, but the Heat's best player hits a shot and, or gets fouled and shoots three foul shots to go by one point with three seconds to go. Celtics hit the ball. Uh, Marcus Smart gets the ball He's a Celtics player Shoots a three Misses the shot The guys are diving in f- And you know Crashing the boards Guy grabs ball Shoots ball Off the board With .1 second And wins the game To force a game seven Off of losing The first three games Of the series To go This would be the, If they win the game seven It's four straight games wow. never, It never happened In NBA history so, I'm running around my house at this point, you know, drunk off my ass at this point, you know, watching it. It was, it was just an epic moment. And so, now it's 11.30. Now I'm not going to bed till midnight. Wake up this morning. Wake up. Show up five minutes late. If I was there, if Mark was there, he, he would. Mark would have no. fucking maimed me.
1: Mark would be on the water
0: with us. Oh, Mark would have, you <laughs> would
3: have left. You'd have been swimming. The thing, the greatest You'd thing have was, been chasing me down the river. We're swimming. out
0: here, shorty. Yeah. The greatest thing was I had the boat. So I, I There yeah, you go. You know, a little <laughs> if bit. If of, you
5: were with me, you wouldn't have. <laughs> I, I would have been already past the bridge. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'd have to jump off the walleye bridge just to get in the boat. You'd yeah. be like, jump, you'll <laughs> make it. You'll bounce off you the g- fucking... Make sure you grab one of them flags on your way just in case. <laughs> At least you'll go down in style you will
0: bounce off. If you hit the boat, you'll bounce off, right? Yeah.
5: So yeah. anyway.
0: We were all good. He was good. He was just tying him stuff up and So who'd you fish covered. with today? Aaron Chan. Our good buddy. He's been on podcast.
1: Anybody else in the boat?
0: My dad. Awesome. Who else goes with me. He well, was he I've... said he said bassin'. He's like, You've been bassin', you look you look like you've been bassin' kid. You gotta take me bassin'. I love my bassin', like he loves smallmouth. He likes smallmouth as much as any guy likes smallmouth. He would like he likes being on the boat in the summer, smallmouth bass fishing more than anybody I know. So when he saw us catching some big ones last week, after he quit on work at work and I went without him that weekend, y'all yeah, he was ready to go bassing. <laughs> so we went bassing. Well, the funny thing is we 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 put our boat in. Couldn't my dad said something and I told you this out out outside. He said something to uh, Aaron. He goes, right there, you see that right there. He's like, I i I would cast that right away. Just cast that right away, right off the bat. You should just cast there. You're gonna you you might pick up some. You're gonna catch a decent fish. He probably meant a 15 to 16 inch fish. Well, Aaron. Pull some line out, you know, cast dads pulling line out, casting, you know, starting shit getting ready and just kinda, you know, getting their stuff together. Couldn't be like Aaron didn't get his second cast out there. He actually like his first cast, he actually retrieved back to himself. And boom, he's like, fish, fish, fish. I'm like, Oh, cool, all right, all right, cool, cool. He's like, Oh, it's a, it's a good one. And I could see it like digging his rod and, you know, he's got a seven weight. I'm like, oh it's I think digging that rock gun, shit. Good fish. He's like, good. Yeah, I think it's good fish. And boy, then it started really dogging and really digging around. And then I'm like, oh shit, here we go, here we go. And I'm rowing and having net in my hand and rowing and netting. You know, i goes mark, moving boat around, and this fish is fighting like a, you know, beast. You know, it's dogging and just moving everywhere and just doing everything and yeah, we see see it. And I'm like, oh, holy shit, that's a fucking big fish. Okay, that's a big fish. Okay, we got to get this one in the net. Like, I want to get this one in the net. And I'm not one to usually put fish on tape or anything. But when this fish got in the net, I'm like, holy fucking shit. And this is, we're not even at the shore. There are people at, at the shore over there that just came down basically with us in their cars. And they're watching us do this. And we're just... You know, we look like a bunch of little kids. We do. We're just, ah, God Oh, look at that thing. Oh, that's a big one. That's a big one. Like, All right, we got to tape this thing. So I put it on tape, and it was 20 and a half. 20 awesome. and a
1: half inches. What do you catch that on?
0: <clears throat> uh, What do you think he got it on?
1: <clears throat> Game changer?
4: No. Bum, bum, bum.
1: No. Leggy boy. Leggy boy, buddy. Nice. Yeah. Color, uh,
0: that that right there, uh, like pink. a it's like a no, it was like a, a like mauve? the head, like that, mar- yeah, like a like salmony kind of tannish, like crayfishy, almost looking as a color. Man,
1: as a man, that's pink. We have seven colors on our palette. Women have fifty-five. Pink, <laughs> <laughs> dude, it was pink, pink.
0: It doesn't matter what color it was. It picked that fish right up, and it nice. moved It moved really well. And he tied it. To, you know what the best? I want to talk about this a little bit.
1: You've been pretty quiet recently, so go on.
0: No, the best, no, the best, <laughs> and I, I felt like I got my voice back. The uh, the best. Oh, uh,
4: he got his second wind, boys. Watch out. Hold
0: on. I took a little bit, a bit more bourbon. Uh, the, The best fly is the fly you tied the night before you went fishing, right?
1: absolutely
0: like you were thinking about what fish you were going to catch the next day how the conditions were and you put all that i feel like and that idea i do and put all that idea and put all that feeling and i i i well at this point i tie a pretty consistent pattern because i know what works for me but you know for even for anybody like for him like, he tied that that exact, that exact fly the night before and put it on, and it caught a 20-some-inch smallmouth on one of his first casts. Awesome. For him, like, you got to feel really good about that. Like, you put that yeah. time and effort into putting the shanks in, tying that leggy boy, it looked great. I mean, my dad said, it looks great. Put it on. I like it. You know, I mean, I would put it on if it weren't. If you weren't putting it on, I'm going to put it on. You know, I have... Two leggy boys on right now, and this is like the fly of the year for me because I didn't fish this shit before. I fish game changers and or I fish. And this year I've been putting my time into fishing a little more um, deer hair style flies too. You know, some bulkheads, some um, a little more of the um, hollow flies, and getting that hang and things of this sort that I like a little more. But I, I don't usually you know me well, you here, guys know me I'm throwing a game changer all the time and it's game changers and game changers and game changers but uh, <laughs> I'm just saying I'm making fun of myself but
1: well that's good because we were going to I know I, I I'm <laughs> trying to, I'm
0: reaching out and I'm looking at other flies that are mm-hmm. great great flies and great great you know creations from other people and uh things that I like, to, and I'm now tying leggy boys. Like, I'm now tying these things, and I like them, and I think they're a great fly. I think it's a fly that everybody should have in their box, along with, you know, a Clouser and a... Murdich. Murdich (laughs) Manho. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know.
1: Yeah, I got to tell you, years ago, my smallmouth game changed when I realized that, like, four, five, six-inch flies are going to generally do better... Than those two three-inch flies that the beginning smallmouth fly fisherman thinks you need to throw for smallmouth, the the, the bigger flies are, are key. So the game changers, the leggy boys, the circus peanuts, the murdich minnows. Well, even a even a bigger D and D like Mark ties that are just slay them.
0: Here's the thing: like I'm not out there for, and I know Mark's the same way, especially with smallmouth. I'm out here for a fish. I'm not here for love fish. Yeah, like I'm not here. For, I want to catch the big fish. I want to, I want something big to want to oppose himself on my fly. Mm-hmm. I, that's the way I've, smallmouth fish, Mark knows that. I'm not, I don't, I don't bounce very often. And it depends on the, like, again, we went, we went back to, you know, water levels and everything, depending on what I will throw. And mm-hmm. But it's low water right now. So I'm throwing big ass fucking shit, and uh, they're going to see it, and I want them to fucking come out and hammer it.
1: Absolutely. And so, this is the time of year to do that, regardless of water, mm-hmm. condi- like, we have the same water conditions that we're gonna have in July. Yeah. We but caught you, big fish today. But you can't throw that big stuff in July like you can now.
0: Yeah. Oh they're yeah, they're eating it now. So yeah, right. he got that first eating that, you know, that immediately now, oh, you know, we're on an all time high. Like, right, absolutely. Well, you're you're still like first
1: cast twenty and a half inch fish.
0: Boom. You caught yeah. the fish. You were already there for. Did you make Aaron row? At oh, that immediately, point? Yeah, 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 no, no, <laughs> I, I, no. Actually, we got down to the spot and we caught another good fish. Um, and it was funny because these guys came down in this rowboat. They were Huck Finn a little John boat with a a lawn chair in the front of it.
1: Nice, comfort's important.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it was funny, dude. And I'm like, I'm like, watch these guys. I'm like honestly, and it was funny, because, I mean, both my dad and Aaron would attest. I said, "Watch these dudes; they're gonna roll right down where we're gonna go, and we're gonna anchor up. We're gonna catch some fish. I know where the fish are at. We already caught that one. My dad already told you where that one was going to be in. You know, not he just told; he just gave Aaron advice where he would cast. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. so that all works out. We're rolling down. We don't catch a couple, but. I know where we're going to catch the fish, and we roll down through, anchor up. Those guys already have been gone, and we never see him again. So the whole float, I'm like, those dudes won't disturb, but one fish that we want. I'm not worried a single bit about those guys. So we were just sitting at one spot, start swinging flies through, and immediately boom, 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 hooking up on four fish, you know, immediately. And that, now, now we're, you know. Now we're, now we're hooking fish. It's fun. Like, now it's a fun mm-hmm. day. Like, we've already hooked five fish, and we it. We barely even, you know, we just got out. You know, we just got out. We are at the first spot and rolled down through, hook a few more, get a couple more, and then we get one spot, and I'm like, we're going to give this spot, and this is one of Mark's spots Like he likes. It's a little more pikey, musky-esque, and I'm like, we're going to give this, like, 10 minutes. And if the fish aren't here, 15 minutes, we're just going to kind of push through. And get down the kind of the water I want to be on, right now. But I where I feel like I'm hooking and seeing the most fish. So we push through all that, get back down to where we're fishing at. Boom, hooking back up with smallmouth, 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 smallmouth. and get down through nothing nothing too big. Dad gets a probably I'd say about 16, 16, 17. It's Fun fish, fun fish. Yeah, but I mean you we're hooking all kinds of twelves. 3rd 14s we're just dropping them off, you know, and they're just, come. I watched a few just come out and smash flies, and it's fun, you know. Yeah, it's just, a blast. Yeah, you're just, they're, they're the filler fish, like you want, you want, those are just the number fish, so when you say you caught 35 smallmouth, you know, those is the number fish, and you caught a few that were 18 or whatever, and blah, 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 and uh, we get down to the spot, and <clears throat> Aaron hasn't hooked a real one. Of the hybrids. So, like, you hooked a real one this year. Yep. I have Not, not. yet. Not yet. You hooked a... F- you got a bunch of them this year, Mark. And I've got one. And, okay, you go first. Just like the last guy, John. John went first. John lost his last time we talked about on the podcast last week. And uh, you go first, man. Well, he goes first. He goes through... It's through, it goes through, nothing, 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 nothing. We go and sit on the one side, and like, he's like, "Well, oh Jay, go ahead. And you know this side better than most people. I'm like, okay. So I, well, I lay her down to her like I know how, and you know what? It didn't work. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, man? Son of a bitch. I don't know what, light, lighting wrong, or what the fuck is happening here? It's supposed to work. Or sitting there, and I'm like, "Oh, you want to see you wanna, you want to see my sideshow trick?" So I pick a small mouth up by hand in the corner pocket. It's probably like 13 inches. I show it to him and throw it in the fucking you know big water, and and I just do that because if people aren't catching fish, it's kind of cool to watch Jay catch one by hand. Um, then I'm like, "Oh, he's like you're gonna walk." and I'm like yeah we'll walk crossed and I just lay one down and kind of drop my rod actually no I flip my rod out to where like my reel is facing toward the sky like all my eyes are scored toward the sky and I kind of just drag the, the, the fly through and then next thing I know booyaka here we go. And I didn't know. Like, I, I do stupid shit all the fucking time down there and shit nuances, things that I just do because I do them. And we have fished through that same spot in the same exact situation where I fished. We all fished that same exact spot, same exact spot, same And then I just went through with one of Marks flies the last time and hooked a really big one. The biggest one I've ever hooked. But just the same, same exact situation. The fly got sucked down perfectly and hung just right where that fish was going to be at that exact moment. And boom, there you go. Now I'm just, honestly, the fly line gets all wrapped up in my f- reel. Like, and and I on it, I just smack my fly line down and clear it all. Thank God. And clear it and let it back to my reel. And this thing just is zinging me all the way to my backing. Like That's why you, you
1: carry extra magazines.
0: Yeah.
4: Pow pow.
1: I figured I'd make it. So, wrong. anyways, I started blasting. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, and, it's and not
1: because <laughs> you need 30 shots, it's because a magazine can jam and you can and drop the, it out and you've got a fresh one to put in. And
0: I hate, and I hated for that to happen. I, I loved for it to happen for myself, but I hated it because. Aaron just fished through there really hard, Mm -hmm. and he didn't hook that fish. And and he's had
1: a horrible day so far with a a trophy smallmouth.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, his one thing (laughs) is he's like, I want a hybrid so bad. And he's been dying for a hybrid for years. It's been years, you know, and he's been working his ass off. He's lost him and this and that. And he's watched me fish over behind him and hook giants. And, you know, just... uh, I didn't mean to just. Hey, what about You know what? I was happy. Fuck, that thing ran me to my backing, and I went and chased her down and hooked it and actually caught it all the way on the other side of the river. So I chased it all the way across the river. And Sweet. boy, 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 don't I live for those moments. I forgot how
1: fun it was. Dude, to be in your backing in fresh water is a pretty good feeling. And it's. Because it should very very rarely happen it was probably around <laughs> the,
0: yeah it was around a seven eight
1: pound fish it's
0: a nice that's a nice striper yeah it was wiper fun. yeah it was fun yeah it was a good time perfect couldn't couldn't ask for more for my day i I, I was I was chalk good at that point so I I was like all right I'm rowing nice so I just rode the rest of the time and we get down through and no giant Smallies uh down through the bottom section like there were last Last weekend, but we got to one spot and there were just so many carp. And I'm like, all right, guys. Like, here you go, Aaron. I got this fly sitting right here. Tie this bug on. It's one of Chad's bugs that I've just had pinned in my shit. And it's for this moment. And it works. Tie that on. He ties it on. I was like, all right, dad, you tie. Like, I gave him just a big ass, um, Mr. Wiggly, Mm
4: -hmm.
0: like big, huge ant, gray, tan-looking thing. If it looks like bread, (laughs) (laughs) these fish eat bread. But honestly, there were all these. A lot of these fish were eating real bugs, and we were seeing a ton and ton, a million tailing carp. If you were in my boat and we were actually fishing carp that day, like we could have had our seven rods or or seven weights and our eight weights set up. With floating lines and bugs and probably peeled 10 carp apiece. Like, if we really wanted to go down and fish for a carp, we could have. But this one section, I wanted to fish for a carp. And I knew it was there, and I know what's going to happen. Mark knows what's going to happen. They're Chad's pets. So, I was like, hey, cast over there by that rock. I dare you. And Aaron cast over by the rock, and it just slowly drifts down. And this fish just peels, peels this bug. And there we go. Immediately, we're on. And, you know, when you have a carp on, you have a little boat in a bridgey, crazy area with wind blowing all around, it's just a field day. It's awesome. And dad's still casting, trying to double up. So now we're having a real good time. <laughs> No, it was it was so much fun. He it it just it ate him up and man it 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 fought underneath the boat. It fought underneath the boat. I'm spinning boats around. And oh my gosh, when you hook a carp on the fly, in the boat, Mark knows how much fun they are. It's just balls of fun, all around. And you know you can't beat it. It's 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 just so much fun. And he's like, you know. That's a good consolation prize for not catching a hybrid today.
1: <laughs> yeah, freshwater bonefish.
0: Yeah, yeah, that thing really fights like a hybrid. It's about it. You're not going to get much more of a fight other than, you know what I mean, out of any other fish, other than that, than you will <laughs> a hybrid. So. They
5: fought great for Jimmy the other
0: night. <laughs> yeah, especially with an arrow through them. Yeah, man. They don't that, That's a good segue. That's a good yeah. segue. That is there how we go. ended our day. We basically ended our day with that that those carp and go ahead.
4: So, you shoot them with a bow. So, I went out to a very, very popular Ohio lake on Memorial Day weekend. So, we're going to start there at the boat ramp. Oh, uh, that, boy, that let me awesome. tell you.
1: All right. So, qualified captain material yes yeah if you if anybody yes. doesn't follow that instagram the qualified captain you need to get on it yep. right now it's fantastic
4: so all right so we we're going out in all these bays okay so we're fishing you know two feet of water or less but we're completely weed choked so for a normal boat to go in there you, you need a fan boat so i'm i'm friends with somebody who has a fan boat and they go out and they boat fish all, all the time so cool hookup for me right yeah the only problem with a fan boat is they can only go forward. So, <laughs> we launch into this boat land boat launch, okay? And perfect, you know, get get the boat all in the water. You know, buddy goes parks the truck, comes back, hops in. I'm you know helping him launch the boat out. We get out and kick this boat out into the middle of this little break wall section that's in this marina, and it was like every boat. Got the email to come in at the same time. There had to be, I'm not shitting you, six to eight boats coming in at the same exact time as we're trying to spin around in this launch at the same time.
3: Did you launch on the left
4: side of the, the cause? Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm just thinking yep. about that
5: little tiny spot yep. there. Then
4: you got Yep, (laughs) and I'm not dude, and I'm not kidding you. There was 15 foot boats in there, 16 foot boats, pontoon boats. There was all kinds of stuff coming in at this moment. What's that? No, 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 over Ohio. Okay. And um, so we finally get turned around, and at the same time that we get out to where he kicks on this fan, and we start moving. The only possible lane that a crosswind could come and possibly grab us, it grabbed us. (laughs) It pushed us into the other boat dock, and I'm literally leaning over my buddy's boat, grabbing onto other people's boats and going, Sorry, sorry, Memorial Day, Memorial Day. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Memorial Day, Memorial Day. So we finally get out into the lake, and we start fishing. Water, I don't know if it was just because... We really haven't had the kind of weather to make a lake that sediment-filled. It was very, very murky. I don't want to call it completely dirty because you could still see to the bottom. But, it, I mean, you could tell it had, like, a darker tinge to it. I don't know if that was just from people pleasure boating all day and absolutely, something like that. Because as – and I'm thinking it maybe have been the pleasure boaters because as the night went on, it did seem to clear up, you know, in those bays. But we're running this fan boat. So we're going in and out of all these weed beds. And I mean, we started seeing carp right off the rip. I missed one. It's five minutes into the trip. And then after that, it was probably 30, 40 minutes. I was standing up there with that bow in my hand and we didn't see another fish. So start working our way further and further down. And now we're starting to see them school like bunched up together. Now we have, you know, two carp here, one carp over here sitting. So I plug one and then, all right, cool. Morale on the boat's a little hyped up now because, you know, missed one fish, didn't see another fish for 40 minutes, and then the next fish went up underneath the boat and I smacked him. So my other friend that was with me that I brought along, he, he stands up on the boat now. Now, that was funny. He was, that was funny. He was talking so much shit because I'm not going to lie. I I missed a couple fish here and there in the trip. And he's sitting there, oh, I'm going to, it's going to be so funny whenever I hit my first one. I don't know, okay, all right, after I shot one, now it's his turn to be up there. Boy, he was missing. And when if you haven't fished with a bow before, whenever you reel in that fiberglass arrow, you have a lot of line to reel in, and then you got to worry about your arrow being plugged into the dirt. So that's another fight in its own, going against the boat, because the fan boat's not stopping. It's just cruising (laughs) down the thing, cruising down the lane. So he ends up getting up there shooting at a couple of them. He, you know, misses a couple. He has stitches in his hand. So I gave him a little bit of slack. Mm -hmm. You know, you're up there and you're already shooting a bow. Okay. So second, you know, half of the trip, I get back up on the front of the shooting deck. And we get into this one bay and they're everywhere. I mean, they were everywhere. They were hugging out to a little bit deeper of water because we did have a little bit of a temperature drop last night. So we went from, you know, that high, you know, upper 70s throughout the day. To, I mean, at one point out there on the lake, it felt like it was probably like, you know, upper 50s, low 60s. I mean, it was pretty chilly.
1: Yeah, for you little fellers. That's yeah,
4: cold. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm like cuddling a pile of remotes in the winter, buddy. <laughs> but so on the way back up, we turned around. Come back up, you know, working the way back to launch. We're hunting all the way back. Go on. And uh, ended up shooting another fish on the way back.
1: Awesome. So, Any size?
4: Uh, both of them were probably about the same. They're like seven, eight pounds a piece. I mean, they, were, they weren't too small, but we did see one gargantuan. I mean, absolutely gargantuan carp. I mean, that thing was probably pushing 35, 36 inches. It was just a long fish. You could tell the gut on this fish while it was sitting in this shallow water was sagging. It was a big fish. I bet you that thing was probably in the mid-20s. That was, a, it was And a you car. shot
0: it dead for no fucking reason, you dirty bastard. No,
4: that one I didn't shoot. I didn't shoot at that one. That one was my turn on the deck. Shoot it. Shoot it,
0: Jim. Shoot, shoot it.
4: But, uh, so... After we shoot them. My buddy that runs this little bow fishing operation, he has a... a was,
0: fr- I, I was probably not here for earlier, but do you hit them with lights before you shoot them?
4: Oh, yeah. He's running you know high-pressure sodium lights all the way around this thing. I mean, it's it's H- well lit. HPSs?
0: He could be growing fucking weed off the side of his fucking goddamn boat. you damn
4: right he could be growing weed off them things. Jesus fucking Christ. Those lights are super bright, man. We're out there on a spaceship in the middle of these Yeah, literally,
0: that's like what a... That is literally a thousand-watt light is what they run on like the streets if that's a high pressure sodium light is what they run if that's a street light so he's running street
4: lights off the side of his goddamn fucking boat yeah man we got a big generator back on the back of the boat and everything a big generator dude there's a huge generator on the back of this thing did you guys
0: ask him any of these questions no okay sorry I just uh, wondered how we were going to shoot him because I I, I want a part of this. I I can shoot the bow, okay? I'm okay. The
4: biggest thing that I could tell you that that was hard getting used to was understanding the concept of refraction. For every foot deep that that fish is, you're aiming roughly 10 inches in front of them to get that arrow to plug down and go to the side. Because we're using four, we're only using forty five pound recurves to do this.
0: That's good for me because I'm going be drunk when I'm out on the boat.
4: It's just quick draw, aim <laughs> I mean, down. If,
0: if I'm gonna smuggle. be like I'm gonna be like what which uh, I'm gonna aim with, with the wrong eye. Well, no, I that I we shoot we always shoot drunk anyway, so that'll be perfect. <laughs> I'll be I'll be I will be <laughs> right at home. Hey man, oh shit, we shoot
4: well. We will see. I do, man. That's you telling me about shooting them fat arrows. We're gonna see.
0: I shoot. you have to shoot fat arrows. Yeah, I know you gotta shoot arrow fat arrow arrows. Condi-
4: like, but it's are you shooting fat arrows to cut lines or are you just shooting them? No, we shooting with cut to lines. Up.
0: No, I I shot actually thin arrows the year before, but I got a different bow with fat arrows already thrown in to the mix. So I was like, hey, I'm gonna shoot these fat arrows because all I gotta do is get em re. You know, I got them all re. Uh, fletched and booyah cow. Not that even fletching matters. <laughs>
4: what the hell is a booyah cow? Booyah cow.
0: <laughs> a booyah, booyah, booyah.
4: Hashtag booyah cow. I'm shooting well. Good. So. But if you had never tried bow fishing before... I, you I could, would
0: love to go with you if you it, could find a spot the for coolest.
4: Jay. The coolest part about it is is even though you're hunting... A certain species of fish, you're going to see every fish that's in the lake, especially the ones that go up in that bay. I never seen so many four to six pound largemouth in one evening than I did last night. So you, know what was a cool thing? I, I wanted, uh, I, f- we, you're gonna love gigging frogs. We got to gig frogs. Oh, dude, I'll go. I'll go. We got to gig frogs yeah. this
0: year, like together.
4: I told you about the, uh, the the surgical tubing, in the gigs. You wrap it around your wrist and put yeah, it on and yeah, it yeah, yeah. My my
3: daughter, my, you got to teach my daughter. She'll love it. Dude, if you go over to the swamp <laughs> and just ask Amos for them. You, could you, there's so many that anymore we used to go out there and just like you'd shoot at them or you'd hit them with a light. Now there's so many that they're just going out there hitting them with a light, just grabbing them with their hands, smack them off the side of the boat, and they're like in and out in like 20 minutes. There is that many. You mean now down there? It mm-hmm. It is absurd. Oh yeah, they go down quite frequently. I can do whatever the, the hell guys. I want down there.
0: Basically, yeah. they said I can duck hunt, do whatever. Other than I would still recommend
3: telling them before you go down. Well, there, yeah, sure, but again, no, I've they, known them guys for thirty years. No, they go they, down they, there it, and they will shoot you. No, they know. <laughs>
0: they know we go down. They, yeah, they're they, they're good with us going down at five a.m. duck hunting. We have access to the whole area.
3: Yeah, so I would yeah, love to get for frogs. That
0: would be cool. I I should it's, check it out more.
3: He's gotta be. Stable in the canoe.
0: We have, I'm we have. Most
1: stable have, in a canoe.
3: I have two you canoes. Know two canoes. You don't, I have, don't, two even canoes. To, don't even need to do that because if we take the right lane, you could pull the truck right down to it and then just drop the raft in right there. Oh yeah. Because you, you can't. Do,
0: I tried. You, it's it's going to be a long walk, man.
3: No, take the right. They won't again. let
0: you down there on that right lane. I asked the people that live there.
3: Okay, good for you. Unless you know them, I do. <laughs> Oh great! Let's let's go. To the <laughs> you right can take lane the right in. lane down there. That's where I used to go fish at. Yeah, okay. you just drop the raft. You could literally drive right to it. I have to actually the to
0: it. the people that own the actual like mast.
3: Yeah, you can it down there if you can put the raft in there. If not, you got to take canoes. But
0: I have two canoes and two kayaks already down yeah, there on you the can, water.
3: There's just a, a beyond for absurd duck amount. for duck and
0: for duck and goose hunting. We yeah. already have them down there, so yeah, we hop can hop take in. my canoes.
3: You don't even need to bring anything. Grab them by hand. I want, st- st-
1: I want to stab them with a trident. My yes, my
0: my that's <laughs> That'd be my sweet. So I was going through some stuff in the garage, like last two weekends so ago, and I I was looking. It was some guy who gave me ice fishing and shit, and I look and I'm like, that's a trident right there. I'm like, dude, I should have been using that last year. When we went, I went and gigged frogs with Chad and a bunch of guys and and my daughter and all the kids and. It was the greatest thing ever. My daughter had just... we. You can go, you know, reminisce on that one uh, podcast, but that was the, one of the greatest times watching my daughter just stab the shit out of giant frogs locally. Yeah, I want and, to do that. And I found one out... I have a great gig right in my garage. I'm like, awesome. Wait till June. Because it opens up June. It's open June. Frog gig for anybody is open June 1st till October. Dude, I so you can go and in Pennsylvania, I don't
3: think you're allowed to <coughs> use a light. Uh, Ohio, you can. The, the, still, the most fun way is get like a little tiny, like eight or a ten hook, A cut thread. Off, and cut off the no, uh, yeah. cut off the back of a uh, rubber like worm. And just walk along the bank and jig it, and then you hear it, and then you feel them just jump out and whale it. Oh, it's the best. Oh, my God. Because it's actually yes. like catching a fish. Yes. You just walk her along, and then you hear mm-hmm. them scream, and then boom, it's like fishing top water. And then they jump out and whale oh, it. Oh, yeah, they hammer oh, it. They too. Oh, they crush it. Dude,
5: yes. Cut yeah, the back a- end of a black wiggle tail off and jig that thing along the bank, and it's just <laughs> mayhem. It's cuz it's them shooting their
0: tongue out and grabbing it and yep. smashing it back in. That's why they feel like they we killed it. My dad showed me that one day You're going to me.
4: you're going to make me have to get another frog gig now. Dude, I'm serious. Oh, now, now I want, now I I want another frog out. gig. We're
0: going out frog two? gigging.
4: We're double gonna, fist frog gigs.
0: We're going to have the SVS frog gigging uh, I'm telling you, this man. Year.
4: It'll be a good time. Um, Make sure she gets a short shaft Western style. I'm going to show you the spring loaded technique. <laughs> oh, man. That's going to change your life. You ain't going to want to do it Dude, another my way. My daughter is
0: going to love you for showing it. I'm telling you, she is a Bang. gigging machine. Like, she loves fucking stabbing frogs. I never noticed. Like, my daughter was like, it took a long time to warm up to it, it took just a second. And as soon as she stabbed the first one, she was like, Oh, this is fucking awesome. And yeah. then as we're walking out, she's like, can I stab like at least two more? And I'm like, well, yeah, I got the light right here. <laughs> like, did you nice. eat them? Oh, yeah, we ate every one How of them. How did you do them? Uh, Chad cooked them the next day. We fried them up. You fried them? Bad them and fried them, yeah.
4: We did ours on the grill with uh, butter and barbecue sauce. Baste them and just cook them on a grill. Yeah, sounds oh, great. Man, they were great.
0: Oh, yeah, they're right. good, dude. It
3: was it was great. Fried are so good.
1: Awesome. I'm interested.
0: So well we we'll, I guess I got into the frog gigging that wasn't we uh, cover everything? Uh yeah, I'm gonna go to Penn's here, Penn's Creek in the next couple of weeks. Uh I will let everybody know the week before I go a little more about it. And it's just in coming up in two weeks from now. I think I'm going gonna be a fun trip. It's gonna be dads and their sons. Awesome. This is three. a talking or a
3: bassing
5: trip.
0: This is gonna be a <laughs> it's a gigging not a trip. Bassin, gigging. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a trouting trip and uh going to central Pennsylvania. It, you know, even if the water's low like I was talking about earlier, I still think it's gonna be a fun time hanging out with be a few other dads, you know, camping out. We're gonna have tents, yep. you know, doing our thing and Hopefully, like I said, if we get a little bit of water, even the brook trout streams will be good, so I can we can go do that, and we'll, we're going to make the best of it whichever way. There's going to be some bugs coming off, so even if we go nights and, you know, before night, <laughs> you know,
4: early day.
3: Six guys, three car rods, they'll have fun regardless. Oh,
4: <laughs> you're goddamn right. <laughs> Speaking of which. How many ten car rods is a circle jerk? <laughs> Wait. It'd be
0: Devin. It'd be, you know, my buddy, you know, Devin. Devin, yeah. And uh, Tim, his dad. <laughs> And uh, uh, Ron, you guys met Ron? We're gonna meet, we're gonna call Ron one of these days from one of his favorite establishments.
1: So <laughs> So I have a, I have a t- <laughs>
0: yeah, I got you
1: I got you that one. I have a trip lined up and before I talk about it, I need you assholes to just zip it while I talk about this. My friend Davey, who is a Tankara fisherman his wife is an angel, a saint on earth. And she is going to come over after the baby's born and hang out with my wife so that we can go smallmouth fishing. And he. <laughs> I've, already, I've already got like
5: six or seven of them that went through at this point now. Don't worry, you're going to
0: fucking hear
4: me out.
1: They are doing us a solid by coming over and helping watch the two kids and the baby, and I'm going to take Davey out, and I'm going to try to convert him to fly fishing. Not Tenkara. Just yeah. like that, Chris and Davey are you guys, were best buds. Are you guys Are you guys dying? <laughs> Davey's a... Gr- Davey just texted me the other day. He's like, "Hey man, I listen, you probably can th-
3: listen to this too." No, he
1: listened to the last one. He's like, "Hey, it's not the same without you." And he goes, "But what is up with all the Tenkara hate?" <laughs> and I was like, "Well,
2: Jesus uh, hates Tenkara." It's
1: just humor. Jesus and, "Hey, it. listen to what?" Yeah, it's it's, it's we a don't fun care. We dri- don't
0: care what you do. And um I was like, again, but I am say... If it I wasn't Tankara, like, it'd be LiveSkill. Aaron, Chine, Aaron yeah. Chine loves to fucking... He loves Euro thing. And yeah. guess it what? It works. That motherfucker got made fun of for Euro thing all day in my goddamn boat. Good. And I don't give a shit. What the hell you do? What I said, you know, I like a lot of guys who suck dick, too. Okay? It's okay. I don't mind you being gay. It's cool to be gay. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm not gay. Period. Are we sure?
5: No, you've seen my wife. (laughs) No, No. if you heard, if you heard his voice today,
1: (laughs) dude says, no, I'm not sure. Just saying, no, I'm not gay. But I'm saying, like, you know, you
0: could do a lot of things in your life. I'm not going to EuroNymph. Okay, it's not my thing. That's okay. But it's cool if you do it. As long as you treat the fish well while you do it. I don't care what you do. It's cool. As long as people can fish any which way they want. As long as they treat the environment cool and treat the fish great. We don't care, do we, here at SPS Fishing?
1: No. So I'm going to try to teach Davey that the way we smallmouth fish out of a boat will not work with Tenkara. You know, strip, strip, pause with a Tenkara rod is only going to create slack And you're going to miss those fish. What is it? Just a twitch of the
4: wrist? (laughs) (laughs) The twitch of the wrist. That's
5: that's a missus every time. That's it. 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 That was the winner of the night. Yep. What is it? Just a twitch of the
1: wrist? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Moving on. Airing of grievances. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jimmy. Oh, Oh, little Jimmy. Perfect.
4: I have my moments. Boys.
1: Buddy, I love you. I love you. I'm going to tell you, that was like threefold. Yes. That like, was that the was winner. like three shots all at once. <laughs> uh, a, I'm not going to get into them because one of them is really bad you, for me. You, sir, the Tinkara <laughs> aficionado. That's right. You won the award for the name. Mm, congratulations.
4: That's the name of the podcast. Look at the flick of the wrist. Flick of
1: the wrist. <laughs> <laughs> Just a flick of the wrist. Uh, well done, Jimbo. <laughs> Okay, we have one airing of grievance. I have, a, I have one at first. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> which is not related to what we're going to air our grievances on, but this is my own. Today I drove by the boat launch at, in Franklin, and there are limited spots for people to park boats, or trucks and trailers, or cars and trailers. And all these people going kayaking are parking their Subarus, In these long-ass spots that are made for boats and trailers. So if anybody's listening and you have an opportunity to park somewhere where you see a really long parking spot, it's not for you. It's for a boat, trailer, with a car attached to it or a truck attached to it. Stay out of that spot. Park in that little tiny spot that your Subaru fits in. Stay out of the boat, trailer, and vehicle parking spots. Why do I feel like it's everywhere? A, why do I feel like it's a Forester? Could be a Forester. I mean, we could just list all the all the Subarus, but I feel like you singled out Subaru. Yeah, it's usually a Subaru, and it's usually a fucking Outback with a kayak rack on top. <laughs> In a in a thirteen point three sticker or a twenty six sticker, <laughs> we get it. Is that a growl? No, he burped into the microphone. The From the dip, of a twenty six sticker. It's a marathon. Like I ran a marathon. I got a sticker here. I'm going <laughs> to tell you about it. Dude. And
4: she, she, I wish you guys could have seen Mark's dude. eye roll right I, uh, there. Uh, she
0: usually has like Butch hair.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! We're not we're not accusing anybody of <laughs> this anything here. Like a little affair concert,
5: easy guy. <laughs> Look,
1: I will not participate in this <laughs> shenanigans.
5: This is Sarah McLaughlin car freshener.
1: <laughs> I want you to know Chris <laughs> Sims. Somehow <Still not> Rosie <laughs> O'Donnell's just <laughs> in nope, the background. not doing it. <laughs> screaming. How did we get here? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you you, <laughs> brought, you, you brought the little affair around. <laughs> right? yeah,
5: I, I didn't well, do shit. All we I went from you.
1: a Subaru <laughs> to completely...
4: Well that's the people who drive supers, you it.
0: That's oh. not true.
1: Man. I'm not I'm not All playing right. into the stereotype.
0: No, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure.
5: But if you play to it or we gotta find something else to talk about. But it, if, you do, if you do if you do fit into that stereotype,
1: <laughs> don't park in our fucking spots. Yeah. Keep your shit in the small parking spots. That's right.
0: All right, so real <laughs> <actual> <laughs> maybe, maybe
5: this low water will slow the plastic hatch down this year. God, oh, I hope man.
0: so. Again, I I went I I don't even know if we have to go through it now, but we went through it a little earlier, and both all of us I felt like we were feeling this a little. Boy, man, it's tough when you get forty. Yeah, uh, you're you're over forty. This guy over here doesn't even matter. Yeah, speak uh, for yourself. Mark's <laughs> getting close, like, but our parents are all getting older. Correct. And you get to see it. Yeah. And uh, luckily, we all get to see it.
1: Yeah, luckily, absolutely. It beats, luckily, it beats the alternative. Luckily, we all yes. get
0: to see it. And um, I'm hard on my dad out on the water. I expect him to come in and just row like he's a professional and just, you know, like I row. You know what I mean? Like Mark, I, I row fucking great. And, and I expect everybody to row like me. And, and, and I... and, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn. Chad taught me well, man. He busted into my head how we're supposed to fucking do this shit, and he did a good job, and I learned just from having a raft. If you have one, and you row all the time, 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 and you you have one of these things, you learn to row really fucking well. Mm -hmm. So you expect everybody, when they just get into, and you get to fucking fish for you know, 25, 30 minutes or however long it be. And everybody took a long time rowing today. It was a really rounded thing. But, you know, you expect everybody to just piss excellence, you know. And I expect my dad to piss excellence as well as I do. And, you know, I see him losing some edges here and there. And I have to work with the guy every day now. He's working. Well, you me. did.
1: He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before he quit on it. we talked about it
0: earlier. Before he quit on and he came back. You know, and you know, it's just you know, you yeah, I, I'm I'm a hard person to be around. I'm not an easy person to be around. Can I
1: get a witness?
5: Yeah, I, <laughs> I honestly Mark 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 can attest. Mark's not an nurse. I just zone you out after. Mark is
0: not an easy piece per easy person to be around either. Mark can be <laughs> an
3: understatement.
0: Mark is someone a guy like me. Like we're not <laughs> I'm not easy to be around. Mark's not easy to be around. We we want especially when we're out fishing, we want things to be right. We want it to all be perfect, like I want you know I just want it everything I, you know what i mean we 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 just want we want everything we want you know what i mean it just, it sometimes you want so bad you don't get and it fucking sucks like you want it like and so I expect everybody to <laughs> fucking know, but that's how bad it gets for me like. This is the feelings I have inside. Like who hurt you? Nobody (laughs) hurt me, but (laughs) I. Who hurt you? No, my dad. Like like shit, man. Like this is the way we're supposed to be. Like I don't leave the house not expecting to catch big fish and be that way and do this and do this and do this. And I want him to row like I row, and I want everything to be like how I want it. And sometimes I get rough on him, and I shouldn't be, and I should be nicer, and I should be living the time. And I should be living in the moment a little bit more. And I should lay back and just move on to the next hole and whatever it be and cast my cast and have fun and have fun. I need to learn to have more fun. I need to learn to have a little more fun out there and not want everything so bad. And I think I need to lay off a little bit in every motion of my life. But like I want it so bad out there. Like, I want every fucking big smallmouth. I want every fucking fish. Like, I want them all. I, I want those fish. To, they have to come. They have to be there. Like, Mark feels this. I know Mark feels this as I'm saying this a little bit. Like, he you you know it when you're out there as a guide. You want it. You want it so bad. You want them fish. You know that fish has to be there. and You want it so fucking bad. You know it when he, he's out there. He wants it. That Like, I'm talking about he wants it. And I want it like that when I'm out there too and it gets infectious and you get I get hard on people and my dad especially and I I need to lay off on him and I need to be nicer but I want it bad
1: yeah and it's it's hard with our parents because we've grown up uh, most of us have grown up thinking that our parents are these exceptional beings <laughs> exactly that have that have done all these things and we hold them to a higher standard and and I'm I'm not uh I'm not not guilty of this uh specifically my mom I am crazy hard on my mom and the number one thing is she always talks with her fucking mouth full and that's that's like one of my triggers like I've got that whatever the hell the the thing is OCD. called OCD it's not OCD there's a word for it where pe- when people have something in their mouth and they're talking like the, the mouth noises, like I couldn't, my mom used to watch soap operas, and you could hear every single, every single mouth noise, and yeah, that fucking drove me nuts, and now my mom has devolved into talking with her mouth full, and I'm not like, mother, if it wouldn't be too much of an inconvenience, could you please finish chewing before you tell me about that thing i don't give a fuck about <laughs> 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 have you ever by chance watched
3: democracy now the youtube thing yes oh it i i uh, literally uh, at one point i punched my desk time because three times mm-hmm. in a row she made a statement who was three three words long like, you know like Bam! Damn it! Stop it! And I yeah. shut it off. I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah.
0: If, Jason clear, did my, if Jay did it in the it. podcast, I'd punch him in the face. Oh, yeah. that my, drives me nuts. We were
1: eating. My, my mom came over Friday night for Chinese, and she's eating fucking soup with oh. her mouth full. <laughs> <laughs> and I've I've gotten to the point where I just I point at her and I go nom nom nom. <laughs> And then I, I pinch my fingers like zip it. And I shouldn't do that. That's, that's not kind. That's, that's not, that's, that's not how like, you treat a parent. But no. we, we hold them to such a high standard. Like I would never treat. I mean, I shit on you guys all the time. But I, but I wouldn't treat you the way my brain tells me <laughs> to treat my, my mom or even my dad when he does something stupid. Because they're held to a higher standard. And really, when you look at it, they shouldn't be. I mean, they should because they're they're your parents. You should hold them to a high standard. But at the same time, they're just people. You know, they're they're fighting the same battles. They fought the same battles we're fighting. You know, you hold them to a higher standard, and it's not fair. And I... I, But mine breaks down on a
0: fishing level.
1: Mine does, too, because when my dad comes out with me on the boat...
0: I want to hear about this. This seed now. This breaks down onto a fishing level. Like, oh my god! My dad and I get to fish together all the fucking time, and oh. I have to deal with somebody who who's a little older, isn't quite on our like. He, again, go through all the things he does better and worse and we all do. Them and my dad's twenty two years older than your dad. And, again, he gets and, he, and I'm 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 oh I'm sure grateful. And, I am grateful. My dad gets to go on the raft with me.
1: And he's out like right now. He called me the other day and he's like, Yeah, we got, you know, four stripers over thirty-eight inches today. Right? Which is awesome on the Cape. Right? So I'm like, hey, you want to go smallmouth fishing with me? Has nothing to do with catching smallmouth. And he's like, Nah, I don't want to catch smallmouth. And I'm like, You fucking turd. You son (laughs) of a bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Like I don't care if we catch smallmouth. Let's go hang out. He's like, Yeah, those fish suck. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sit I, here on my iPad and, and and read the New York Times and Wall Street Journal, and then get pissed off at political things and not do anything about it. I, I, I seriously though, <laughs> damn you, Rush Limbaugh. I
3: seriously couldn't envision rowing my dad down the river.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I. I quit ask- ne- I
3: never have and never I, I, I doubt the time will probably will ever come where I ever will. I couldn't imagine it. They'd I quit asking Shit him show.
1: because if I don't go fishing on my dad's terms.
0: Well, your dad's gonna want to catch walleye the whole time. He's it's like, not happening. Can't put a trailer on this bill and catch I it? Could exactly. agree walleye it.
4: I, I could agree that to that. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I gotta almost trick my father into stepping foot on right. my boat.
1: And I I love my dad, but I I've come to the point in my life where I recognize what he's going to do, yep. what he's not going to do. And if he acquiesces, what he's going to be miserable doing. So I just don't put him in that situation anymore. But it took me a long time as, as a grown up, as a man to break that down and go, okay, this is what it is. He's 81 years old. If he doesn't want to fucking do it, he's not going to do it, which is a value, which is a virtue. Like, If somebody says to me, hey, do you want to go do this thing? And I don't want to do it, but I don't want to offend that person. I'm like, yeah, what the hell? I'll go do it. The entire time I'm like, I don't want to be fucking doing this. I could break that down even
0: to my dad and I fishing together. My dad does not want to throw a fly on a sinking line. He refuses. He's like, fuck that. He got three snags in a row because he fishes flies so slow. He fishes flies slower than we all fish them. And he fishes well, fishes slow, and I'm like, all right, dude, I'm not going to tell you again. Pick up the fucking seven weight, the floating line with the jiggy scalping on it, or the jiggy, whatever we were just talking about, on it, and just fish it. And I'm like, and he's, and he's like, and he's, whatever and he, uh, he shrugs me off again, and he catches another snag. I'm like, okay, all right, I'm done background, bud. Like let's just and, and then he switched to that and then he started catching all the fish, mm-hmm. and then he started catching fish after fish. And he caught he caught twenty five fish today. Here's
1: here's the weed part.
0: You know, it was, and he just he just once he got to what he like you were saying, he didn't want to, he doesn't do that well. He doesn't like to do that, and he doesn't fish that way well. So it's like, just here here's what you do well. You do this. This is what you do. Uh, here. Floating line, jiggy fly,
1: do what you do. The, it, it's weird because there's a point in your life and it's not written down. It's not on the calendar. You don't know when the fuck it is, but you leapfrog your parents.
0: You do. It's and, weird when it happens too.
1: Yes, it's weird and it creates a dynamic that you're not emotionally prepared for. So you react to it by lashing out because you're expecting more from them because you have more to offer now and that's not and that's not humble bragging that's not a lack of humility it's just a fact because they are they are aging out of that 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 point where they're as capable as they used to be and you remember them as very capable as so, the
0: best the best ever yeah,
1: exactly so when you leapfrog them And they're not hitting that level of expectation that you have for them or even that you have for yourself at this point. It's it's a level of anger and tragically disrespect that comes out because you don't know how to deal with it. And it it took me a long time to really come to terms with that. And I'm I'm still not I'm good at it with my dad now, but. I still harbor that that with my mom. And I'm not trying to make this psych talk on a podcast. No, I have podcast, No, know you're right. But dude. it's no, it really legit. For real, like,
0: this is my Aaron Rivas. My dad's not what he was at one point. And my dad took me to do everything. And he yeah. made me who we, he, he, if without him, there is no SVS podcast. Yeah. Honestly, like he is the catalyst of this podcast. Chad, everybody here. Like that, we the originated this thing. Honestly, he, he's and he's great at fishing, but it's it's one of those things you just expect him to piss excellence. Yep. And you you find the moments where he starts to slip a little, but he's yep. still he's don't get and me he's, wrong, He's still, still out there fucking. And he rode he rode w- great today. And I'm not I'm not talking shit, but you just see it a little here and there, and you just see the moments, and it's like. God, I just, you know, uh, and you that's know the thing I mean? is I, I, I'm going to a bad right
1: now. He's he's not pissing excellence anymore, but he's still pissing greatness. <laughs> yeah, surely. And, and you're pissing a little better than greatness. So it makes yeah, it never
4: so excellent. It, for
1: so me. It, so it makes it feel worse. Like they're not great, but they're OK when they're still great compared to the average fisherman, but they're not what you remember in your memory. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's tough. Hey, yeah, uh, but you know hey. what to
3: the do. There's, you know, and like I, just, I harped on for 30 years. Yeah. You know, and there's a point in time where, yeah, you're slipping, but you need it too. Yeah, it
1: exactly. It keeps you
3: from slipping. You might not like it, but I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. You know, there's times my dad don't like it, and it's, I don't. Too bad. I didn't like it for the last 30 years. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I didn't like when I told you I was going to go fishing and you made me go dig five holes to go put trees in just because you wanted to make sure that I had a chore to do before I go fish. So I'm going to give it back too. Yeah. You know, and And there's a point in time where yeah, they might not like it, but they need it. Yeah, and I'm not they,
1: saying it's wrong yeah, by they, any stretch of the imagination. It's just what it is. You're right. And it's caring. That's us caring. Mm-hmm. If we didn't care, you know, it's like I told
3: Jim. Yeah. If I didn't care if you caught a big fish, I wouldn't sit here and harp on you. But that extra couple feet in the cast is the difference between a big one and a 14. No, now, that's, that's why. That's you, why, you know, that's... Way you harp
1: on you! Now Jim's going to go home with an erection because you well, care no, about you, him. Well,
3: no, you you give a shit.
0: You yeah, a
4: I'm f- going you know what? I'm going to change the name of this podcast to Daddy Issues.
5: Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's a good one.
1: Way better. Nailed it. Yeah. It's like, uh, hey, you
5: didn't care that
3: much, and get in a rower seat. You row. I'll fish. Yeah. Uh,
2: that's
0: not true for me. Daddy, he, he did a good job today. We all had a great time. And geez, old oh man.
3: No, dad, yeah.
0: it, it just, you know, it, it, it's, we, we were just talking. Yeah. They're getting older. They're getting older. It's 60 years old. My dad's going to be 60. Oh, God, 60. The big six zero for the old man,
1: you know. Yours is what, 80? He'll be 82 in June.
0: Holy hell.
1: Yeah, I'm closer to your dad in age than your <laughs> dad is to my dad.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's, <laughs> well, yeah. My wife's dad, yeah, is, is older, t- is the same age as my dad's dad. And yeah. Yeah, it's you know, my
1: mom's 70 different dynamics
0: for people. My dad had I was very young when my parents and had me. So I I got to grow up with my dad.
1: And I'm very blessed to still have them both. Oh, my, absolutely. 80, my wife's, My wife's dad died last year at 70. And like it it shook it shook that family hard. No. So, like I recognize that I'm blessed. I'm very lucky to have my family. But I just want them to be better.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
5: oh, and on that note
0: and on that no. We all want our families to be better.
1: Um, uh, shit.
3: <laughs> I can't barely get it out. Mark, who we brought to you by? Oh, uh, we got A Rex Hooks, find me Arex hooks.com. Sims Fishing, Yeti, built for the wild. We got Cortland Lines.
1: Friends of the show, Ryan Evans up at Queen City Guiding, Michael Davis down to Earth Wealth Management, Thomas Schenck at Chippewa River Custom Rods, the Nittany Valley Muskie Alliance, check out their prelude to the Beast of the East, June 10th and 11th. Our friends over at Muskie Fool, and again, uh, we're very appreciative to the soldiers and airmen and Marines and sailors that have given our lot li- their lives so that we can enjoy the freedoms that we have so thank you very much for listening toodles